Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Drew Olson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. The Olympics are over. Marquette lost. Wisconsin lost. The Bucks lost. Oh, no! We suck again! But don't let that get you down. The Brewers are in first place in the Cactus League. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. Drew and KB will chat with Tom Hardercourt at the Journal Sentinel. It's also... Metallica Monday. In honor of the legendary band's upcoming dates in Madison and Milwaukee, the guys will play Metallica bump music all day. And now, ready in training for the 2020 Summer Olympics, here's Drew and KB. The ceiling is the roof. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. Kind of a big deal. I'm talking about open heart surgery here. I'm ashamed God made me a man. You know, just hanging out. I respect the scorpion. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Feel the piece of clothing with your hands. Foo fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you God. know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the (laughs) It may be Monday, but this weather's got me in a good mood. Knocking on the door of 50 degrees. In the good land. And a check of the calendar tells me it's February 26th. Not shabby. I'm Drew coming at you from the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. To my right, lean and mean KB. What's going on, brother man? I'm fired up. I like this. It uh, Once you get through the second half of February... You know, you know oh. that you're in the home stretch. You're coming around the final turn. February has just flown by. Yeah. The Olympics helped, believe it or not. The quite, why, curling, quite a bit, yeah. The curling helped. The Drew Olson Show games helped. We encourage you to look at those. Uh, go to thebig920.com slash Drew or thebig1070.com slash Drew. Does that exist? I think it does. Yeah. Our YouTube channel, our, all of our games, we had the events, and now we had a recap closing ceremony video is up. Um, we have Metallica tickets to give away, as John Audius said. That show and that tour was announced this morning. They have a show in Madison kicking off the tour at the Kohl Center on September 2nd, which is ridiculous. That's that's the one, you know, you get, you want the first show of the tour or the last show of the tour are special. But the first show, I mean, that's the one Rolling Stone will cover and everybody's going to be, you know, all the music magazines will be there. It's going to get some serious run. They're going to come out throwing fast. Well, not not that they don't throw fastballs anyway, but they're going to. Oh yeah, they'll come out. You know, they'll be running hot, no doubt. 
And then, uh, like six weeks later, they're hit Milwaukee at the Bucks Arena to be named later. So it is a Metallica Monday on the program. It's sunny out. It's warm. It feels spring is coming. I heard birds chirping as I was walking the dogs today at Stately Olson Manor. It's fantastic. The only thing that's bad is sports teams around here didn't do that well. At least the basketball teams didn't do that well over the weekend. Armin's Marquette Warriors. Armin's producing the program, answering the phones at 414-799-1920. Puked away a game at DePaul in horrific fashion. Oh, Pukes Ugly. Right. I mean, puke's the right word. It is. Because that's what I want to do every time I think about that. I can't even think about that without getting You nauseous. are no longer bubblicious. Oh, DePaul? DePaul. That's the way it's got to end, you, you know? beat Georgetown by 50 tonight, and you're still no longer bubblicious. Then um, the Badgers gamely battled a superior, uh, more talented Michigan State team, arguably the best team in the country. I know they're not ranked number one, but they are definitely poised to make a deep tournament run and they look have the look of a championship caliber team and the Badgers battled them gave them all they could handle at the Kohl Center now might end up facing them again next week or this week in New York um, the Bucks puked away a 17 point 18 point lead in the third quarter and lost to New Orleans at the Bradley Center after winning in Toronto Friday losing Sunday that's just terrible it's a bad look for the Bucks. Everybody, you expected them to kind of get struggle against Toronto. Toronto's good up there, and they steal a win. And then with all that momentum, they come back over, uh, you know, the border, and they just uh, play a great first half. And then the third third, third quarter, they just got torpedoed. They lose in overtime. It was terrible. Do you think, though, uh, in years before, they would have won that game against Toronto and, you know, made it to overtime and kept it that close against New Orleans? Or are we starting to see... I mean, I think we're starting no. to see a little bit of a change to win in overtime against Toronto. You know, to be able to... You know, to win outright is better, but winning in overtime kind of uh, shows you that they're playing the whole time. Yeah, this is... It's maturity, man. It's like right. you got to show up that... You, you have to... Have, when you're up by 17... You got to step on a team's throat. You can't let them back in. It's the NBA. They're always going to be. A, there's always going to be. It's a game of runs, and that game would give you the runs. It was a terrible, terrible look for them. So bleak outlook on the basketball front, at least of recent vintage. Again, I just think the Bucks it negated all the positives of winning against Toronto to to not close out a game, a winnable game against, and admittedly a decent team. That's kind of a tough matchup for them, but that one's going to stick in their craw, and it should. And they play Washington tomorrow. We talked about how hard the schedule is. You got to be greedy. You know, they beat Toronto. They needed to win that game yesterday. And they didn't. We could talk about that. That's that's just, uh, that was off the charts frustrating. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know Armin just went into a shell. Like, the world wants to know how Armin's date went with him making dinner on ah, Saturday night. But we're that's... not going to get to that right away. I'm going to let the suspense build on that one. I also, um, we got, there's just so much huge news. We got Metallica tickets to give away. We're going to ask, you got to earn these. We don't just give away tickets to like no. car number five. You got to earn these. You're going to have to answer a question about Metallica. That's coming up at 1235-ish. You know, we don't stick to a, a, a rigorous schedule here. But at about 1235, we will give away a pair of tickets to see Metallica. As the, the, the new leg of this, uh, this tour kicks off uh, in Madison. 
September 2nd at the Cole Center. So about 1235 we'll give them away. Tickets go on sale to the public starting March 2nd at LiveNation.com. But you can win them here before you can buy them, which is fantastic. So the first leg of the fall winter tour for Metallica is coming up. And uh, we'll have your tickets in September. So let's, uh, why don't we take a look at this and how this is all going to shake out in terms of um, uh, the Metallica show and what's happening in Madison at that given time. All right. Okay. Um, let's see. Students would be back, right? They would. The 29th of August, the residence hall is open. Okay. Okay. <laughs> For starters. There's a football game. The 31st of August. 31st, which is a Friday night. Which is right? a Friday night. Friday night open. Saturday, September 1st. Sunday, Metallica show. Classes won't start until the uh, the 5th. The 3rd will be Labor, Labor Day, Day, right? Yeah. So classes won't start. Uh, but that, that city's going to be crazy. True. Insane. So oh, it'll still be it'll be the end of summer, but it'll just be nice out. Oh, it's epic. Oh man. <laughs> Labor Day. Yeah. So then you have Labor Day to run it all day. And then you got Tuesday to get, you know, kind of you work your way back to classes starting on Wednesday. Oh, that's fantastic. How good does that get? That's- I guarantee you the the bookers looked at that. The promoters looked at that and worked with the bands to say, We're gonna kick off the North American tour, we're gonna do it in a college town. And we're that's pretty good. And the routing and stuff. And then they're back in Milwaukee six weeks later. They ping around the Midwest, upper Midwest. That's Metallica is, uh, I have never seen. That's the one of my bucket list bands. I've never seen Metallica live. I've, I've never seen them either. But I've heard, them, uh, I've heard them quite a bit on Saturday afternoons at Guitar Center. We got some fifteen-year-old yeah. kids sitting there They're playing there. the first notes of Enter Sandman on the or in, on uh, the Zach Wild uh, in any high school weight room, right? That's uh, you know that's absolutely big. They, yeah. oh yeah they're they're the soundtrack to people's high school. There's just no <laughs> doubt, and they've been at it thirty-five years, push, putting putting out music, and it's wow. Get yeah. that big rectifier amp cranked up in that back room over there. I I'm gonna hit one of the two shows, if not both. In Madison and Milwaukee, just to cross them off the bucket list because I need to see Metallica. I've seen a lot of bands that I want to see. I don't. I don't have a very long bucket list, but I want to see them for sure. So we will have tickets for you coming up at twelve thirty. We also will announce some plans for us, KB. We're going to be on a little road trip. Yes, indeed, we are. It is uh, spring training getaway, man. A week from today, we're going to be in Arizona, like a week from today, broadcasting wow. from Brewer yeah. Spring Training. How about that. <laughs> How good is that? Doesn't suck. Thanks to our sponsors, Chalmers Jewelers, Sutton Transport, and Middleton Ford. We are heading to spring training with Mike Heller. So we'll have the Drew Olson Show live from spring training and the Mike Heller Show live from spring training with interviews and analysis. Uh, with just a little a quick spring getaway for us uh, next week. We will be there for three shows. Is the weather going to get more spring training I just looked it up. Yes, it is. So it's because of you guys. I had a friend who ran in a half marathon in Mesa yesterday, which is near Phoenix, not far from where the Brewers are. And um, she said the the race, the start of the race, I always start half marathons early, like six, seven in the morning. Seven in the morning usually is a standard time. She said it was 35 degrees at the start of the race. Wow. That's a little chilly. And at the finish of the race, it was like 36. See, you usually think it's the opposite issue when you're running in Arizona long distance. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be heat. But no, that? she signed up for it, and she was laughing because she didn't really train. But um, Don't runners want it cooler, though? But yeah. But not that cold. Not that, for right. sure. Like 50s, yeah. 60s? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 40s. 40s would be a good good race. I mean, as long as it's not windy, you can deal with the, the 30s, too, 36. Right. But 
Uh, I found that interesting, but I did check. I took a, uh, a little quick peek. In the 70s? Weather, yeah, mid mid to upper 70s when we get there. That doesn't suck no. at all. So we'll be there for uh, a quick jaunt just to catch up with the Brewers and to uh, wet our whistles for what's to come. And stay tuned uh, here for our opening day plans. But again, we will be in Arizona next week bringing you shows uh, from 2018 Cactus League Brewer Spring Training. And again, we want to thank Chalmers Jewelers, Sutton Transport, and Middleton Ford. All right, so we're going to talk about the Badger game and where they're at going into the Big Ten tournament. I already chatted about the Bucks game. I wanted to ask you guys your thoughts on, this is, again, kind of a local angle, because of what happened in the Iowa game yesterday with uh, Mr. Bohannon missing a free throw. Jordan Bohannon had made 34 free throws in a row for the Iowa Hawkeyes, and he stepped to the line with a chance to break the university's record. And he didn't do it. He missed on purpose. And he his reason? Because the late Chris Street holds the record of 35 consecutive free throws. Street was in the middle of his streak in 1993 when he was killed in a car accident. His parents were in attendance, and uh, Jason Bohannon um, has gotten close to the family. And he said, uh, quote, obviously it's not my record to have. That record deserves to stay in his name. I've been really close with his family these past couple of years. It's gotten me emotional these past couple of games because I've known what I want to do. So premeditated, he missed the free throw. And I would ask you guys, is this a good thing? Is this a touching thing? People are calling it the feel-good story of the weekend. Where do you come down? Hmm. I would um I I can see why he did it. And uh and the game I don't think was in hand, but I mean they had a wide enough they lead. They were up by eight, eight or something. Yeah. And that's like nothing though. Ago. Two minutes ago they were up by But that's eight. that's nothing if I they don't know. Were, they won seventy seven to seventy. I mean it's all it's not in hand yet, you're right. I mean teams come back from that, KB, but you're still in decent shape. I it's think. a touching gesture because it worked. Had they lost the game? Not so, you know, not so much. Not so feel good. I agree, but the flip side of that is I was not not anywhere near any kind of bubble anyway. They're having an awful year. It's not like this win would have make it made a break a season or a France True. career. True. But you but, you should be playing to win all the time. I get that. But if you're close with the family and the family said, you know, he they, was. they were gushing about it and they said, um, what a good kid, he's so kind, said uh Street's Street's mother. Uh that was so special they thought of Christopher and the record. Um Mike Street that told people who uh, asked leading up to this that he wanted Bohannon, who was a hardworking player just like his son, to break his son's record. But he understood and treasured the tribute. Quote, Christopher would want him to do the best he could and stay after it, but that was Jordan's decision. That's what he wanted to do, then we appreciate it. We certainly in the future want him to get another shot at it. I told him next time, you need to go right on by. Isn't that, couldn't he have done something... To not, I mean, I hate to be that guy, and this is so like such a layup for a hot take. Like, what's this guy doing in the spirit of competition and stuff? I don't. He got the blessing from the family. That's nice. You, that they you train, you, but you. I mean, but did you get again, the blessing from the coach? What if they had lost? Like to admit that you missed a free throw. Like, do, are we about that? Because isn't that just if, if he had money on the game? That's point shaving. <laughs> well, that's the. I wonder. The first <laughs> that, thing that crossed my you know, mind was what was the spread. 
You know, that, and that's the thing, like, Bull Kimball, right? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, Dang, guy, I mean, he right. shot his free throw left-handed. No. Yeah, but he tried to make them. He made yeah, them. but you're, yeah. not, you're not trying your best if you're shooting a lefty and your righty. It's a totally different. I get your he point. He also made it. He, did. he also that was, made That was great. Throws. That was great. And that was the tribute. But this is like, I, I saw this and I'm like, well... I can see the other side of this. And I'm not one of these, like, because I don't really care. It's Iowa Northwestern. Like, this is the most interesting thing. That's the only reason we'd ever talk about an Iowa Northwestern game at this point in the season, right? Was Iowa, like, 3-12 and or something in the Big Ten? I mean, And they ended up winning, so it was safe enough. But had they lost the game, now, would he have done it if if the game was tied? That's an interesting question. That, That changes everything. And who's keeping him aware of, or did he know, like, you know, how many free throws he shot in the game and... I always joke about Jeff Cirillo, my buddy from the Brewers, you know, former All-Star, the icon, that he would be jogging around first base after hitting a base hit, and he would have his batting average figured out to, like, the fifth number because that's how <laughs> obsessed he was with his stats and his performance, and he knew what was what. And I just you're, – you're that aware? Like, this is the one that's going to be the record? Or, or did what? someone on the bench tell him? Or was there an assistant or a manager that was keeping track? Or did they come out of a timeout and say, hey, your next foul shot's going to be the one? I wonder about that. Well, first of all, if the record's only 35, look at Marcus Howard. He threw 70 in a row in well, with, with Marquette already. He's so pretty yeah. special. You know, the He's first thing special. I thought was, that's not that great of a so, record. And, of course, uh, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's not like the most unbelievable record ever. But yeah. it's still, I think he just, it's a guy that must be very important in their program. And they, he want to honor his legacy and his memory. You know, I, I don't think anyone would have been mad at him if he made the free throw. Yeah, but isn't that the way to honor? Like, I remember maybe yeah. Roger Maris's family was sitting like in the first row when Mark McGuire was going after record, and they were pulling for him like everybody else was to break it. A personal decision, I guess. But I, you know, you, you also have to look at the game. I mean, you're right; it's not insurmountable, but you're still in pretty good shape to win that game. When they do those win probabilities, I'm sure they're in the 90s. I'll have to look it up. Maybe, that, but yeah, I mean, you're. It's not like it was a tie game. Home. I think in a tie game, I don't think he would have done that. I think he would have had to try to win. I the think game. he would have. I think he still would have. I don't know. I don't know. No, From don't... the way that he the way that he said that, I think he still would have missed it. Jason and Zach Bohannon, of course, played for the Badgers. Right. This is the younger brother. So it's. I just I I, I don't want to get all hot takey, but it did make me arch an eyebrow. Going, what if they had lost the game? Like, was that is it a touching tribute then, or is it like what are you doing? I just uh, does Armin because it's kind of a, it's kind of an obscure and meaningless record. I mean, this guy is remembered to us, but maybe at Iowa to their program and fans, maybe. Yeah, but like KB said, it's thirty-five consecutive free throws. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I don't think people grow up in Iowa like in in the cornfields or shooting in the barn in the winter. Into the thinking, peach basket. I want to get that record. I want to make thirty-five free throws for the Hawkeyes someday. Well, I mean, it's just that I, he well, has yeah. it, but how? It's not a significant. But, it's not about the record, though. It's about honoring well, this guy's like this so guy's life, I guess. Right? There are other ways to do it, but I just make the free Maybe. throw and I, then give I wanna, a shout out. I want to know what the spread is, Armin. Find out what that spread I'm, is. I'm looking we're going to look seven. that up because that's the first thing I thought. Because like, what's the spread when you start talking about this kind of stuff, man? Because I never thought much about 
uh, sports betting and spreads until I spent a afternoon in a back room uh, parlay or a back room um, in Mexico on on Fifth Avenue Playa del Carmen. Oh, betting b- basketball with Johnny Vegas. And <laughs> you know, and I'm then like, know. and it's like, holy cats! When you get down to the last thirty seconds, how that every single All game. Right. So. Uh, write this number down or put it in your phone already. 414-799-1920. Was this a fitting tribute or was it an affront to the competition and the spirit? Should we be watching this? That's not the biggest scandal in college basketball, however. We'll talk about that. Say, let's consider the perspective. Good God. It's nice to have something like that to divert from what's really going on. Uh, 414-799-1920. It's Metallica Monday. We're going to give away Metallica tickets in about mm, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, give or take. It's the Drew Olson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Metallica Monday on the Drew Olson Show. Metallica coming to the Kohl Center September 2nd. We'll have tickets for you. God, you're right, KB. What a weekend that's going to be. School's back in. Badgers are school playing comes Friday back. night. It's a so, Sunday night with no school before Labor Day. Sunday night before Labor Day. How sweet is that? So you students check into the dorms on Wednesday. So you run it Wednesday night, you run it Thursday night, Friday's football a football game. party. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. And then Sunday's Sunday Metallica. isn't a study night. Sunday's Metallica. Monday is a day off. Awesome. Man, that uh, is a, if you're a freshman, that is a, you will, either you will or you won't remember the first week of your freshman year. Tickets are 65 bucks on up to 135 and they don't go on sale until uh, end of the week. We have a pair to give away before you can buy them. Stay tuned for that. 414-799-1920. All right. We're talking about the free throw that Jordan Bohannon missed at the end of the Iowa-Northwestern game as a tribute. Missed it intentionally as a tribute to Chris Street. He didn't want to break Chris Street's record. Chris Street is an iconic figure in Iowa basketball. He died in 1993, and he had the record at that time. He was in the middle of setting the record, middle of the record. And uh, Ohanan did it as a tribute to him and his family. Uh, the family said, thank you very much. We appreciate it, but we want next time you want, we want you to blow right past it. Try not to sound like get off my lawn guy, but this made me arch an eyebrow. Like, what if they had lost this game? They ended up winning. There was two minutes plus left, and they were up by seven at the time, I think. And they ended up winning. I don't know. If you're a basketball fan, if you're a coach, if you're just a fan, what do you think about this? Was it an awesome tribute or... Was it something that maybe we should get away from in sports? 414-799-1920. We start with Rick in Madison. Hi, Rick. Welcome to the Drew Olson Show. I like the tribute, but what was the over-under? We found that out. It was four. Uh, Or the over-under was what, 150? 
Over under was 146. 146. So that, that didn't matter. They crushed the over. They already crushed it at that point, I think. And Iowa was a four point uh, favorite. So it didn't affect the spread. It, it didn't it, affect it, it, it the over. Up, and it didn't end up affecting the spread. So I wonder if, yeah. But if it had, guys in Vegas would have been screaming at those big TVs in the sports book. It would have been nice to put a dime out for the street family, too. Oh, man. <laughs> Degenerate. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> all right. So you like the tribute, though, the fact yeah. that Vegas wasn't implicated. But what if they had lost the game? What if they lose by a point? Story. Then it's a totally different story. Well, is it? Teams were out of it anyway. This isn't like we're, not, this totally isn't not like we're gonna game. let our, our our manager, you know, suit up, and or... we're gonna let him. Yeah, he's gonna suit up, and we're gonna let him score a basket, and then we'll give you a basket. It's not that. <laughs> that's it's not that kind of story. I think if it's that close, he puts it in. You think what? If it's that close, he does go for it. Okay, so if the game had been tied, he would have. Okay, all right. Um, But the game was it was eight points with two minutes left. It was hardly out of hand. That's right. I mean, that can happen with thirty seconds left. It's pretty close. It's pretty close to out of hand, though. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. Ben in Baraboo, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, Ben. The show. Thank Thank you. you for bringing up the free throw. I don't know if it's because I'm an old man or because I'm an Iowa hater, but it's been driving me crazy this morning. Everybody on ESPN and even on our local show, Mike Lucas, this morning, talking about what a class move that was. I don't see it that way at all, not so much because of its impact potentially on the outcome of the game, but because it devalues the record. To me, a competitor like Chris Street, the last thing he would want would be to hold on to a record that never got broken simply because no one ever tried to break it. To me, it reminds me a lot of when Brett Favre laid down for Michael Strahan. I was going to say, remember when, um, I believe it was Jerry Royster by the time, benched Jose Hernandez so he didn't set the strikeout record, and everybody was kind of pissed because he, like, he was the better player. Yes, they were going nowhere, but they didn't, want him to, they didn't want him to set a bad record, so they sat him out, and people got really pissed. This is the flip side of that, kind of. Absolutely. There's ramifications. All right, so, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um, Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. You can honor him and still tie or break the record. You can still do it. I, I, you know, tip of the cap. It's or, not like his legacy would disappear. No, it's not like not that was all. the only thing that made him a great Iowa basketball player. It's such player. an obscure thing. Like it's such a like. Hey, like I said, like nobody in the barns of Iowa is shooting free throws. Going, I want to be. Like Chris Street and make thirty-five free throws. I want to be like Chris Street and be a hard-working, you know, player that represents That's a everything about different. Iowa Hawkeye basketball. But the thirty-five free throws in a row doesn't really enter the consciousness. No, I. I'd... So I, I don't know. I don't know what Fran McCaffrey said, but I, I am uh, not. Uh, I'm. I'm not. You know, hugely supportive. I'm not. Then I'm not mad. I'm not. Oh, this is an absolute travesty. And it, but I, it just makes me an arch an eyebrow. Like. Really? I have a quote from McCaffrey if you want me to read it. Yes, here. please. He said, I left it up to him, and that's what he chose to do. It's awesome, McCaffrey said. Uh, he says he knows Street's record is meaningful to a number of people. And then, quote again, I think under the circumstances, because of whose record it was, if it was anybody else's record, okay, we can talk about it. But the circumstances under which a family member of ours is taken from us, we remember that. He's like, Iowa kid, you have another Iowa kid, ties to the record. I didn't know he was going to do it. Like I said, he points to the sky and missed it. That says a lot about him. I was intending on asking him, do you want to do this? This is where it's at. But there was still a little bit of time left. We're up eight. I kind of thought he was going to make him. I get why he didn't. He was confident we were still going to win the game. You know how we are as coaches sometimes. You can never have enough points. But I knew he was going to make the next two. So there you go. 
Yeah. Mm. He seemed okay with it since he won since they won, obviously. Yeah. But Fran gets fired up, we know about Fran McCaffrey. Oh my god. You know. So He's I don't think basket he, case I, I, on the sidelines. I don't think he'd ever blame Any the coach kid. no, any coach is nervous. You're up seven with two minutes it left. Matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're nervous. Is Bohannon a senior? I I think he's an underclass. No, like okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. He lit up the Badgers All right. last year. He made a big Do you shot. do this every time? Well, no. Now the family's saying next time, go ahead and do it. Like, okay, so now the the record's devalued now. And if he gets right. another chance, they want him to do it. So then he goes into the books and like, well, I've made, you know, 75 out of 76. <laughs> I mean, but he'll, he'll, so if he gets another chance, which he very well could because he's right. a good player right. and a good shooter. So then why, if he can do it next time, didn't he do it this time? Right, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. When he gets to 34, he's got a couple of years left, so every time Unless he gets to he... 34, is he going to gas it? Well, the, well, actually, the other thing I think about is what about another kid now that approaches the record? Is he thinking, I'm going to be the jerk that breaks it, now I have to miss two, or else they're going to hate me? Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of what I thought about right away. It's, like, it's, what happens to the future? I but. just find that it's fascinating. I mean, again, I'm not, like, pissed. I'm not, this is ridiculous. And I'm just not... As moved as everybody else was instantly like, oh, how awesome. It's the best sports story of the day. And we do in this era, especially in college basketball, which is, you know, as we've seen from FBI reports and stuff, it's pretty much a cesspool. It's like, it is a nice, uplifting story. And I get that. But I'm, I'm just like, okay, let's pump the brakes and let's think about the big picture here. Because now, if he gets another 35 in a row, you're right, KB, then go ahead and drain it. Well, like, okay. So, so now the record's not that important. Because breaking the record. Is an, is an occasion that Chris Street's name gets brought up and then it's talked about. And that's kind of what the whole deal is with records. Like, that's why when they're broken, I, 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 it gets me into the whole Miami Dolphins thing about them, you know, cracking champagne every time somebody in the NFL loses. It's like they cling to that and, okay, I get it, but. I don't know if you hold a record like that. If you hold, if you hold any scoring record or something, you cheering against the guy to, to pass you up. I mean, you had your moment. So that's, that's well, where we are. Is this, you're supposed to, you know, yeah. you're supposed to raise the bar. We're supposed to move. Supposed to be graceful about someone else taking yeah. over the record. And, it's, and again, the family didn't tell him to. But the mere act of him making the free throw would have said, "Oh, he just got Chris." Reed. Remember Chris? Reed? Isn't it, wasn't he a great player? Nineteen ninety-three. Yeah, right. That would have been brought up anyway. For the last time, maybe. So though. what if you tie it and then miss the next one? Well, to share the record. Well, then you share the record. That would okay. be cool. Yeah. He wanted him to have sole possession of it. And again, it's the, the whole thing about just where you are in the game. It was late in the game that was still wasn't necessarily iced away. So does... I'm just... I, yeah, I, it wasn't totally iced, I, I, I just I, I think what happened... I think what happened is we're so thirsty for feel-good stories... True. ...that we're... It's just oh thanks how oh, this is awesome when it's really to me it's like it's not that awesome and again I'm not I'm agnostic on it I'm not like oh my god this is a terrible thing and I'm not going to be that guy but I'm just like you know the thing I, I think about it though is just because it was such a meaningless game for them then I'm okay with it and I hate to say any game's meaningless but they're not even an NIT contender. So it's not like yeah. you, you you can if it was an NCAA tournament game you know what Armin it's meaningless to you it's not meaningless to Iowa because that's Pretty but, much all they got after but they, the football season. Maybe over. the record is something. Maybe, right. so, maybe well, there's something there. I can't. Uh, I, well, I they got wrestling, don't they? They, have, they love wrestling there. Are you kidding me? Oh, they're insane about wrestling. Now, I have a buddy that coaches in Iowa. I should ask him about this. He coaches high school. See what people are Call saying. Call him up. 414-799-1920. Going to give away Metallica tickets. You're going to have to earn them. 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KB's got a trivia question for you. You're going to have to know a little bit about Mattel. You're going to have to earn these tickets <laughs> to see Mattel September 2nd at the Cole Center. It's got to be the biggest story in Iowa. we got to find out. That or the discovery of some new corn beetle or something like that. That was the hey only, hey only thing I could think of knocking it out of the, the masthead yes, of the paper. we're in the teeming metropolis that is Madison, Milwaukee, and Wisconsin. We looked down our noses at Iowa. 414-799-1920. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's Metallica Monday on the Drew Olson Show. The Worldwide Tour. Fall Leg. Sunday, September 2nd. Cole Center in Madison. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 at Ticketmaster.com and all places where you get tickets. This leg of the tour is going to be uh, special, and it opens the Cole Center. We've got tickets now. You can win two from the Drew Olson Show before they go on sale. You gotta call 414-799-1920 right now. 414-799-1920 right now. Armin is uh ready to take your call, and then you gotta answer a trivia question. KB, do you have more than one or is it it's gonna be a progressive, like first guy gets it wrong and then somebody will Google it and then they'll get it right? That's what we're looking at. Uh no, but I can earn I can come up with more than one. Nah, you just need the one. I, I figured we just need the one, because if anyone is really that this one is not that hard. So if you're a true Metallica fan, well, that's you the be thing. Only... When we have great prizes like this, we want to give them away to somebody who's, who's into a it. fan, and it's, yeah, right. somebody who's going to be. It's going to be meaningful. That's how we do things on the Drew Olson Show. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. Metallica fans are lighting up the phones right now, and we begin with Andy. Andy, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hey there. All right, you're a Metallica fan. I am. You're dying to get tickets before you can buy them to the September 2nd show at the Cole Center. Very true, sir. All How many right. times have you seen them? Uh, once. Okay. Is it worth, I mean, is it everything you've ever wanted in a concert and more? It was a top two or three concerts I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, that's well, yep. well played. Okay. Well, then, here you go. Um, Lars Ulrich and James Hetfield are the only two original members of the band. That have been there since day one. Name the original lead guitar player and the original bass player. Um, yeah, I don't have a clue, but oh, Andy, that's all right. Okay, yeah. hey, look it up. You can call back because somebody will yeah. probably they'll probably fan the puck on it. Thanks for the call. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. We go to Mark in Madison. Mark, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. From yeah, welcome. Yeah. Metallica Monday. Got to turn your turn radio, your radio down. down. Got to turn your radio down. 
Are you ready? All right. Can you answer the question? KB, give it to him again. Who is the original lead guitar player and bass player for Metallica? James Hetfield? No. No, I'm sorry. Oh. So you have to get both of them, but thank you for playing. Yeah. You gotta, you'll have to read the whole question again. 414-799-1920. James Hetfield it's, is not the lead guitar player. Yeah. Jeremy. So. Jeremy, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hello. How are you right. doing, Jeremy? I'm very well. How are you? Fine. You can win this. You're going to win this. Do you know a lot about Metallica? Well, I know a little bit about Metallica, and I really like them. Okay. September 2nd, Cole Center. The tickets are yours. We've got a pair. If you can tell us, KB, read the question again. Okay. Uh, James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich are the only two original members of the band. Can you name the original lead guitar player and the original bass player? Uh, Kirk Hammett and Jason Newstead. No. Ooh. I am sorry. We got to shut them off. Yeah, yeah, shut them off. It's you don't get two like, guesses. Yeah. 414-799-1920. Let's go to Nolan in Oconomowoc, which is where Wisconsin Harley-Davidson is located, presenting sponsor of the Drew Olson Show. Nolan, welcome. Hello. All okay, right. here we go. James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich, the only two members of the band that are original. Can you name the original lead guitar player and the original bass player? Dave McSpain and Cliff Burton. No. Incorrect answer, but a good guess. Oh, KB, I didn't think we'd stump. We have, Neither we have did a I. Stumpers here. All right. Uh, Bob in Watoma. You're on the Drew Olson Show. Metallica Monday. Bob, welcome to the fray. Yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, Lars Ulrich, James Hetfield, the only two original members of the band. Can you name the original lead guitar player and bass player? Dave McSpain and Cliff Burton. No. Incorrect. Another incorrect answer. I thought he was going to. Because you were looking at this too, right, Drew? Yeah. Mike in Madison. Welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hello. It's Metallica Monday, Mike. We got two tickets for you, man. All you got to do is answer this question right that other people are getting wrong. All right. Okay. Lars Ulrich, James Hetfield, the two original members, only two. Can you name the original lead guitar player and the original bass player? Oh, man. So you had James. Yes. Right. And then you had Kurt. Right. Uh, well, not Dave Mustaine because everybody hates Dave. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not stalling because I'm not googling it. So. Okay. Uh, you know what? I, I think I, I think you guys got me. I'm sorry. All, All right. right. Fair enough. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. I'm finding this very fascinating that people are. Uh, so am I. All right, Steve in Janesville, you're up next on Metallica Monday on the Drew Olson Show. Steve. All right. Are you there? Okay. Yep. James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, the only two original members of Metallica. Can you name the original lead guitar player and the original bass player? So uh, I know the bassist is Cliff Burton. No, it's not. Thank you. Thanks. It's not. There was Everyone's a guy going Cliff, Cliff. Cliff. These guys have Google. Yeah, there's a guy. It's well, weird for me. It is weird. All right, uh, 414-799-1920. Andy in Fall River. Andy, you're on the Drew Olson Show. It's Metallica yeah. Monday. Yeah, was it, is it uh, David Stane and Kirk Hammett? No, oh. it is not. Those No, they both play guitar. We need the original lead guitar player and the original bass player. I'm looking at the timeline right here. Yeah, okay. Um, we'll go to Rick in Madison. Rick, welcome to Metallica Monday. Is it... Kirk Hammett and Cliff Burton? No, it is not. No, it is not. Incorrect, sir. So, I'll repeat the question again. James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, the only two original members of Metallica. Can you name 
the uh, original lead guitar player and the original bass player. Now, have we had the original lead guitar player yes. mentioned? I mean, he's been mentioned a couple times. Yes, he so has. People have been close. They just haven't gotten <clears throat> yes. the other. The other. They have been close. We're looking for two names. And well, one of them's been right, and we haven't gotten the other one. 414-799-1920. All right, Metallica Monday continues with Caleb in Monroe. Caleb, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, we're looking for the original lead guitar player and the original bass player of Metallica. Ron McGovney and Dave Mustaine. There you go. We Whoa! got it. All right. Ron McGovney. Woo, stay on hold. Stay on hold. Armin, give him some. We ran out of bump music there. We ran out of Metallica. It took so long. The full fade to black seven I'm, minutes. I'm out. drained. I, I, I need a cigarette. Congratulations to Caleb. Um, good try for everybody else. Metallica Monday. Caleb gets a pair of tickets to the Cole Center September, uh, September 2nd. First show of the leg of the uh, Worldwired Tour. It's going to be spectacular. It'll yep. be a lot of fun. So Kirk Hammett replaced Dave Mustaine and Cliff Burton replaced Ron McGovney. Ron McGovney, a name that'll live in infamy right. among people who now, lost this, on Metallica Monday this on the show. Drew Olsen show. Right. Ron McGovney's got to work his way into every trivia question we do now. I wonder, what, what's he doing now? I, I wonder if he's alive. I'm that's, sure you could go Wikipedia on that. It'd probably be a short entry in Wikipedia. That's fantastic. What a, what a great... Uh, okay, so, all right, we were talking about um, Justin Bohannon, the Iowa guard who missed a free throw on purpose yesterday. And on line one, we have another Justin on the phone, friend of show, uh, Justin. Put Caleb on hold, though, buddy. Oh, yeah, all right, okay. Sorry, yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure he gets his tickets. Yeah, just, Caleb's going to get his tickets. Cool. Caleb wins. Uh, Justin in Des Moines, basketball coach and friend of show, joins us. Justin, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. How's it going, guys? Going good. It took us longer than expected to get a Metallica winner, but you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I heard. All right, so, Justin, you're a basketball, you're a high school basketball coach in Iowa. You are plugged in. You are a connection to the state, and I want to get your thoughts about Jordan Bohannon's tribute and how it plays, especially from a coaching perspective. Well, from the coaching perspective, it's interesting because you would assume down the road somebody's going to be in the position again, you know, where they're going to have a chance to score not just 40, but maybe 45 or 50 points in the game. So, um, you know, with that in mind, you know, you start to ask questions. When will it be broken? Um, will, will players maybe hold back to try to try to stay under that number um, just out of respect to Chris Street and his family? But it's being extremely well-received here. You know, the Bohannons, they're not just an Iowa basketball family. They had a brother that went to Wisconsin, one that went to UNI. Um, you know, that brother has been to Iowa-Wisconsin games wearing black and gold. So, in a way, it, it kind of seemed like um, – this was Bohannon kind of pledging, you know, his family's commitment to Iowa as well. But Chris Street was a hero in Iowa here. I mean, he, his 25th anniversary of his passing just passed uh, right around Christmas. Um, it would have been the equivalent of Sam Decker or somebody like that passing away during their college career. And he was averaging oh, yeah. 14 points, 14 points and eight rebounds um, the year that he passed, which is his junior year. So uh, a really, really big deal still to this day in Iowa. You hear about Chris Street all the time. But the 35 consecutive free throws is just, to me, kind of an obscure thing. And now the family said, well, thanks for the tribute. We appreciate it. But if you get another chance, we want you to break it. So why is it okay to break it the next time? That, that's what I'm wondering. And and you're a coach, man. With two minutes left, you're up seven or eight. You're not, you know, you're not smoking a cigar yet. Yeah, strange year for Iowa, though, because they're heavily underachieving. Um, this is about the most positive thing to happen to them all year. That's, again, I mean, this, thought about this that. is the guy that could break this thing next year. You know, you That's true. 60 in a row. So, yeah, this is gonna this is going to arise again. But it is being well-received just because of the hero okay. that it was. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right. That's our uh, 
basketball coach Justin from Des Moines. Uh, go Lincoln. <laughs> go Lincoln. The High Lincoln School. Rail Splitters. The Lincoln Rail Splitters. There you go. Go, go right. Lincoln. Uh, we have two Eric's on the line. Eric and Madison and. Well, they were, they were calling for tickets, but... Yeah, well, they're yeah. still on the line. Should I like let them down gently and tell them they didn't win, or should I... I don't want to burst anybody's bubble. It's a beautiful, sunny Monday out there. We have uh, we, got we have KB's, nothing to give them, really. we got KB's Guess My Soup coming up. Oh, big day. We've got Tom Hardicord about a half hour away to talk about the Brewers, because they've been winning and looking good in Cactus League play. This is... I love this. Um, you know, Ron McGovney, the original bass player, for was the yeah. answer. After he uh, left Metallica, yeah. he sold his gear and quit. <laughs> there you go. Monday on the Drew Olson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. The Olympics are over. Marquette lost. Wisconsin lost. The Bucks lost. Oh, no. We suck again. But don't let that get you down. The Brewers are in first place in the Cactus League. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. Drew and KB will chat with Tom Hardicord at the Journal Sentinel. It's also Metallica Monday. In honor of the legendary band's upcoming dates in Madison and Milwaukee, the guys will play Metallica bump music all day. And now, ready and training for the 2020 Summer Olympics, here's Drew and KB. The ceiling is the roof. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. Kind of a big deal. I'm talking about open heart surgery here. I'm ashamed God made me a man. You know, just hanging out. I respect the scorpion. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Feel the piece of clothing with your hands. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know what I'm saying? You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not. (laughs) There are a lot of perils and pitfalls when it comes to putting on an entertaining daily radio program. Not that I would know anything about that. But one of the perils... And one of the pitfalls is that while the opening montage is playing and you get a chuckle out of Giannis and all the different things that are included in our opening montage, you scroll through the interwebs and you see a headline which says, Naked man on yellow ATV leads police on an hour-long pursuit. Yes, um, I, how, did, uh, I did see that. How can we, how can I focus when I see that headline. Now, clickbait is clickbait. You know, hey, well, here's a list of 25 unbelievable things that the chicks of sororities do. You're not going to believe number 13. Like, yeah, That's clickbait. It is. This, though, naked man on yellow ATV leads police on an hour-long pursuit. And I got away, too. <laughs> naked man led police on a chase through Kansas City, Missouri. How can I work after this? On high, of- I mean, uh, not I- off-road. No. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> he was on naked, the highway naked. On an ATV. Going the wrong way. On a Sunday. Right. Going the wrong on way. On Sam Ray Road in northern Kansas City, near the city limit with Liberty. At one point, he was as far away as North Prospect and Barry Road. I don't know what that means because I, I have no idea. Kansas City. Isn't it a cold time to be riding naked? I would think. It's the first North thing I Kansas think about. City. Well, Kansas City is south. It could have been in the 50s, but still. He was driving fast and against the flow of traffic at some points. Uh, authorities arrested the man near the grounds of the old Samstown Casino. Uh, <laughs> Ten miles from where he was originally spotted. In 61? Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. No word on his identity or whether charges. I'm just I'm flabbergasted. And here, we had holstered up. We were going to talk about the birds. We are going to talk about the Bucks. We are going to talk wrap up the Olympics. Talk about Jordan Bohannon missing a free throw on purpose, and then I get I, distracted. So, I know. I saw that, too. Let's and, just... Okay, we'll, we'll reopen the show. Banging his chest. We'll, we'll reopen the show. Hey, Kevin Harlan, he was at the Kohl Center yesterday for the uh, for the Badgers. We'll, we'll reopen the show and just say that my name is Drew, and uh, the guy to my right is KB. What's going on, brother man? And... It's well. What's going on again? I, before I got distracted, we had all these things to talk about. And um, what's going on? It's a beautiful day. Every day is a gift, but it's a beautiful day. February twenty sixth in Wisconsin, and we're knocking on the door of fifty degrees today, which is fantastic. It's so. I'm. I wonder if any golf courses are opening. Ah, tomorrow uh, I saw an item that tomorrow Lincoln and Milwaukee and Edgewood, I think, are going to open. So okay. a couple of them are opening. It's it's. We're almost over the hump, baby. Let's get the sticks out, huh? Almost over the hump. Almost. Yeah. Just about there. Just about there. Um, today on the program, I mentioned we're going to talk to Tom Hodgecourt. It is Metallica Monday, as Big Voice Guy said. We gave away a, tic- a pair of tickets to the uh, show at the Kohl Center September 2nd. It took a while. We played Metallica trivia, and it took a while. The question that was a stumper, KB, was? Uh, James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich were the... Original are the only two original members of Metallica. Who was the original bass player and the original uh, guitar player? And it was Dave Mustaine and Ron McGovney. And Ron, who was so devastated by leaving Metallica, sold all his gear and quit playing music. It's that was a good career move. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the Pete Best of Metallica. Yeah, he. I think these Pete, guys aren't going anywhere. They can't, James can't write any songs. So yeah, thirty five years keep time that well. And thirty five years later, lo and behold, now, Ma- they're still going. Mustaine blew out, and there's you know a lot of waxy buildup there. He started Megadeth, and you know he. All right, they allegedly have buried the hatchet. We have a, our, our Metallica expert in the building is coming in to talk to us about how big I these can't, shows are. I can't believe when you said that she's seen them more than a hundred times. It's so our friend. Uh, she's up there. I don't know if it's a hundred, but it's N- Natalie from our integrated marketing specialist is coming over to talk to us about two o'clock. Tom Hodgecourt joins us at one thirty. Um, the Bucks had a heinous loss yesterday to the Pelicans. Like it was an overtime loss, but they were ahead by eighteen in the third quarter. That's what makes it really hurt. You know, they have that. that is a killer. And so I saw some Facebook posts from a friend of mine who was at her first Bucks game. Oh. 
And it's like, this is their first Bucks game. And it was, you know, it's an entertaining show. It's a 2 o'clock start. We'll get into the uh, the idea of that. But the one thing she said was, I got to see Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson was at the game, sitting courtside along That's the right. baseline. Yep. And it got me to thinking, it'd be a good question for the Drew Olson Show. The smart, good-looking people who listen to the Drew Olson Show, tee this one up. If you could hang out with a Packer for a day, like at a Bucks game, other than Aaron Rodgers. I was just going to throw in that caveat because it's permanent. Other than Aaron Rodgers, who would it be? Would Jordy Nelson be at the top of the hit parade at this point? Hmm. Do you want to run it with Mike Daniels, Randall Cobb, David hmm. Bakhtiari? See, that that's the thing. It's like it's a question of who's the most popular, but who would be most entertaining to who's hang out with. Who's the most fun? Yeah, yeah. who's going to have the best stories? Bakhtiari seems like he's a fun dude. Right. Like, I don't think Nel- Jordy would be that guy. Throwback some beers with Corey Lindsley. <laughs> Get some good Roger stories. I think Mike Daniels would be fun to hang out with. Who's the biggest? Brett Hundley's a good guy. Who's the biggest head case? Clay Matthews. Uh, would he be the guy? Mason Crosby. Well, that play would, golf Ma- with him. Mason Crosby's amazing. He's a single crazy, digit. How many would have said Martellus before would have happened? Yeah. You know? So I thought I would throw that out there and just like 414-799-1920. Just because Jordy is, seems like the everyman. He's got that appeal. People love him. He's got, he's got Donald Driver juice. He's got a Donald Driver glow about him. People love Jordy Nelson. He does commercials. He's kind of entrenched. He's got that kind of, you know, Packer for life, even though we don't know if he's going to be a Packer for life. But he's got that kind of glow to him. And the fact that he shows up at a Bucks game on a Sunday afternoon in the middle of winter, and people, you know, they like him. So would he be at the top of your list of a Packers player you'd want to hang out with? You can email the program Drew at the Big 920.com. That's the Arrow Appraisals inbox, Arrow Appraisals WI. Dot com for all your appraisal needs. You can text us. You can tweet us. You can send smoke signals. Do whatever you want. We're on Twitter, at Drew Olson Show. I'm at Drew Olson, M-K-E, K-B, at On Air K-B. What's your follower count up to, brother? Uh, it's like 360-something. Okay. If you want to tweet at Armin, he's producing the show, pushing the buttons, A-R-M-E-N-S-A-R-Y-A-N, conventional Armenian spelling. I have 367 followers, but I'm on five lists. So I think that's pretty good. People, You're on the no-fly list, the (laughs) don't allow him within a half mile of a school list. Yeah, Um, I mean, the cutoff by the bartender list, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think being on lists is okay, right? No shots list allowed. Um, Yeah. That's that's, (laughs) classic. Uh, 414-799-1920. We've also been talking about, I think the story nationally is Jordan Bohannon missing a free throw. In an, Iowa, in an otherwise unremarkable, um, just forgettable Iowa-Northwestern game last night, Jordan Bohannon, who's got brothers who played for the Badgers, uh, missed a free throw that would have been his 35th in a row that would have broken the record. So I guess he's tied the record. It would have broken the record of Chris Street, who was an Iowa player who was killed in a car accident 25 years ago in season while his record was ongoing. And as a tribute, Jordan Bohannon chose to miss a free throw intentionally. His team's up by seven with like a little more than two minutes left. Missed the free throw. They went on to win. We looked it up, degenerates. Ron and the key. Yes. Mitch. It didn't affect either the the, the total. The over they obliterated the over, and I was was favored by four, and they won by seven. So it didn't affect anything in Vegas. Um, but we've been talking about just the whole mentality of Missing a free throw on purpose, two minutes left, to 
preserve a kind of an obscure record. And I'm not going to be hot take guy and say it's a travesty. He shouldn't have done it. And but there's, I think almost universally it's being applauded. People are saying what a touching gesture. That's awesome. And you could it's a we're so thirsty for these um, soft focused gauzy warm and tinkling piano keys. Tom Rinaldi stories because everything else shot through a soft filter. Yeah, everything else kind of sucks. So. I, 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 but I, I'm pumping the brakes on it. I, a part of me says, wouldn't it have been, you can just tribute, it's tribute to the guy. And he got, and Jordan Bohannon's gotten close to the family over the years. And yes, and this is an iconic figure, but you can honor him by, bre- while breaking the record. You can, you know, maybe gesture to the family or something. You could, remember when Zach Showalter did the belt for Aaron Rodgers? Right. Do a little something, point to the family in the stands or something, give them a little shout out while breaking the record. Because, they they took the tribute and they liked it, but now they've said that the next time he gets a chance, and he might because he's a good player, that he should just go on blow past it and try to set the new record. That's what we do in sports. Like Roger Bannister didn't just say, "Well, I'm going to stop at um, I'm going to stop at you know slow down it and not break the four minute mile because you know I'm not going to break Usain Bolt's record because he was awesome." Like what? <laughs> that doesn't have that's 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 antithetical in a way in sports. So I. I don't usually have like strong Skip Bayless, Colin Cowherd type tendencies. I heard I heard uh, Colin Cowherd this morning talking about another big story from the weekend: Zaza Pachulia and Russell Westbrook. And he's saying that you know he wants guys like Zaza in the NBA that are tough. And you go in the lane, and you're a little guy, and if you got if you want players to shoot threes and wear skinny jeans and like the, that's your NBA. But he wants tough guys like the old Lambeer and guys that they make documentaries about. And there's got to be enforcers and should pay a price for going in the paint. Whatever, and I'm just like, well, whatever, you know. Like, okay, Pumped <laughs> that take, yeah. that take didn't resonate with me. All right, uh, take I, it I easy. still, Zaza is a borderline dirty player. We know that. We saw him here for years, and he is. He does bring that edge and that toughness. Did he try to hurt Westbrook? It looked like it, but then if you see other angles, it looked like Swaggy, Swaggy, uh, Swaggy P's foot kind of hooked him, and he might have actually tripped, but he amplified it. I don't know. I can't get into his head. And the West Coast basketball game, I didn't really care. But I, this whole Bohannon thing, part of me says, pay the tribute by breaking the record and then call attention to it that way. And, you know, I guess he, he got plenty of attention. It's become a national feel-good story. But had they lost the game, had that, you know, had, had that been, had they lose, if they lose by a point and all of a sudden Northwestern goes crazy and, you know, gets a bunch of threes and, like, comes back and wins the game, I don't know that it would be that. Honorable, and I don't know that people would be looking at it the way they are now. So, what does the next guy do? It's a great question. The I next, mean, does, the next guy might be Bohannon again, basically. Yeah, does he miss it again? I mean, yeah. You know, at what point? That's because what I the next, of. yeah, but the next person who passes it has just made it irrelevant. Then that's right. It's if you want to weigh in on that as well. We got a lot of calls on that from the Madison audience. <laughs> we will uh, keep it going. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. So, those are the two questions we got for you off the hop. What Packers player would you like to hang out with away from football? Jordy Nelson was at the Bucks game yesterday. I still think he's at the top of a lot of lists. And again, the caveat is not Aaron Rodgers. Right. Because that anytime we have anything Packers, we have to say not Aaron Rodgers. Tom Hardcore joins the program at 1.30 today. It's Metallica Monday. So if you don't like Metallica, you'll have to turn down the sound like when we're coming in and out of breaks. 
Armin's laughing because if you don't like Metallica, he's got all the songs on well, cue ready to go. If you don't like Metallica, it's, I don't know, man. It's not your show today. No, what you should do If is, you don't like Metallica, come back tomorrow and we'll play Barry Manilow. Play your, something right. Play your own bumps in your one ear and listen to us in the other ear. Absolutely. Be with us tomorrow for Peaches and Herb Tuesday. It's the Drew Olson Show, <laughs> powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson and O'Connell. Metallica Monday on the Drew Olson Show. Shows announced. Fall tour, September 2nd. At the Cole Center in Madison, we gave away tickets. We won them. Caleb, does Caleb win? Caleb from Monroe won. Caleb yep. from Monroe won them earlier to see the band. September 2nd in Madison at the Cole Center. The tour will stop in Milwaukee at the arena to be named later on October 16th. Tickets go on sale Friday. We had some for you right here on the Drew Olson Show. I'm Drew, joined by KB. What's going on, brother man? Armin is uh, answering your phone calls at 414-799-1920, hitting the buttons, and will lead us into what's happening now. Now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? We passed then. When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? What's Happening Now is brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds on 76th and Layton in Greenfield and Green Tree in Port Road in Glendale. RobertHackDiamonds.com. Boom! What's Happening Now? ESPN.com. Lead story by Dan Graziano. He rates all 32 of the NFL team's quarterback situations. Just out of curiosity, where do you think the Green Bay Packers rank on that list? Situations or oh, quarterbacks? It's their situation. It's the quarterback, their backup, the whole situation. If it was just the quarterback, um, I would say real high. Quarterback backup, I'm going to say between 5 and 10. He calls it their QB confidence index. I would say they're between now, 5 and 10. He goes on to say this is not a ranking of quarterbacks. Um, it, it you know, He says... Otherwise, this is a ranking of NFL teams in order of their current degree of confidence in their overall quarterback situation. Starter, backup, age, health, everything. You're saying 5 to 10? Armin, what are you saying? I'm uh, I'm in that neighborhood, too. I'm going to say, specifically, I'll say 8. Oh, ye of little faith. Higher? New England Patriots are number 1. Tom Brady, Brian Hoyer. The Philadelphia Eagles are number 2. Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. Nick Foles. And the Packers are number three. Really? Aaron Rodgers, Brett Hunt. Okay, I have a question. Does he say how he's... Is uh, it just his opinion? Seattle, yeah, of course. Uh, ahead of Seattle, ahead of New Orleans, ahead of Atlanta, Detroit, Los Angeles, Pittsburgh, and Dallas. That's your top ten. I mean, I can Brian Hoyer. Uh, it's hard for me. I don't know. Maybe we just have a different outlook on how we would execute this. Because Me and the author, because I don't... Yeah. Well, Rogers, we saw Rogers and Brett Hundley. It's the confidence. You don't think the, the Patriots are confident in their quarterback situation? Brady never gets hurt. He, he, he never ages, and he's 42. they've won with a backup before. He's 41. I mean, I, he never ages is not really a thing to me. I, I, I get what people say, like, okay, he's Brady's magic. Like, he's, he's a moment away from his career being over. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He just won an MVP at 40. I know, but... Father Time's undefeated. I don't see how you can be confident and that that's going to continue. They're confident enough to get rid of Garoppolo. I know. I just so, that was, To me, that was again, a bad and decision. That's what, and that's what he's basing it. He said it's confidence teams have in their situation, which means the, the Patriots should be number one. Oh, well, then. I guess. Yeah, I confidence know. in the situation. If you listen to Mike McCarthy talk last year, yeah, they should be number right one. where it needs to be. Right. That's good stuff. So backup doesn't matter then? That's what he's saying? Not if it's Hoyer, confidence you know, in yes. the team. You're not confident. You're not confident in Hoyer. Completely confident. But what you really need to know, since we're talking about Metallica, it's a Metallica Monday. Through the exhaustive research of 23 men and 5 women, Australian researchers have found that listening to heavy metal music doesn't make the metalhead a troubled and angry person, but shields them from mental health problems. They felt the music helped them cope with anger and ostracization. They found a community in the metalhead fandom community, if you will. Whether in person or online, they said their mental health identities allowed them to keep their tormentors at bay and forging connections with other fellow fans. All right. Just so. don't listen to it backwards. <laughs> You've got trouble then. Don't do it backwards. All right. So of the weekend, you look at recent vintage. The Bucks won an uplifting game Friday night in Toronto, and then they lost to the Pelicans in a matinee. I'm not a fan of the NBA matinee. I get why they do it, but I don't... I don't know. It's an equalizer. Jason Terry made a three-pointer that was just too late to win the game for the Bucks. They lose in overtime to New Orleans. The Badgers lost a tough one to Michigan State. Number two, Michigan State, 68-63. It was nip and tuck. Badgers finished their regular season 14-17, and 7-11 and in the Big Ten. They are on the number nine line, and they will play A-seeded Maryland Thursday morning at Madison Square Garden in the Big Ten Tournament. And Marquette lost as well, a heinous loss. To DePaul on on Saturday, just Ar- Armin heinous. There's just no other way. It's, it's I, heinous. I, I can't think about it because I'm gagging in the toilet. Yeah, what I do heinous. Think about the when's the last time we've ever gone into March Madness without a team. I mean, the only way Marquette could hit it or Wisconsin is to run the table. Yeah, it was '98, I think. '98. Yeah. Same with yeah. UWM. 19, 20 years. Yeah. Any one of the four major D1 teams to get in have right. to win their tournament. It's true. So. Ugh. But what you really need to know, in hopes of conducting longer missions, NASA is developing spacesuits with built-in toilets. Right now, the astronauts use um, absorbency undergarments, basically space diapers. Oh, wow. Um, and they're only used in emergency. Uh, but they hope uh, astronauts will be able to use the new suits for six days straight, sitting in their stuff. Stewing in their own Yeah, stuff. And uh, they've had... The suits for men have been no problem, but because of the uh, plumbing, uh, the belt is different with women. So that's causing a problem, designing the built-in toilet feature wow. for female astronauts. That's, uh, wow. So do you think, uh, I was having this conversation when they send women up to the International Space Station, right? Or they go on those, they're always doing experiments. Do you think one of the experiments is like they have to have sex? I mean, they would never. I mean, wouldn't you think they never would would say that, right? They would never come out and say that. But in the interest of research, well, no. But you know what I mean. It's like, isn't that just like a natural thing? How this would react, how that would react, wouldn't? 
I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not like a perv about it. It's not like I'm looking for a, you know, some sort of a homepage. I'm just kind of curious. It's got to be new test- fetish. No. Space porn. <laughs> there already is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what would they need to figure out? I guess. Like, I don't. I don't know. I'm I don't just, uh, Yeah. You, you know, yeah. weightlessness and everything. I don't know. I, I don't these know. The, I don't know. Are, these are the questions that rattle around KB's head during the <laughs> yeah. day. I don't know. What's happening saying. now is a bit of a landmark decision from the United States Golf Association announcing today switching the format in its four Open championships, including the U.S. Open. No longer will the U.S. Open utilize an 18-hole playoff oh, that's horrible. in the event of a tie. They, along with the U.S. Women's Open, U.S. Senior Open, and U.S. Senior Women's Open, will have a two-hole playoff followed by sudden death. That's got to be a TV. Uh, it's got to be a TV spectator thing. USGA CEO and Executive Director Mike Davis said that they solicited input from players, fans, volunteers, and broadcast partners, among other entities, before making the change. Because the players don't want to have to play on Monday and then have to get to the next tournament. They're not going to get people coming out to the course as much as they would because everybody's leaving. They're not going to get the TV coverage. In, um, in 117 years, the U.S. Open's gone to a playoff 33 times in either an 18 or 36 hole format. The last time they reached the playoff in the U.S. Open, 2008, Tiger Woods beat Rocco Media. But uh, what you really need to know is the Purdue Online Writing Lab has recommended eliminating the use of the word man and any phrases using man because it's sexist and offensive. So according to them, words like wow. mankind and man-made, out. So I'm just thinking, so other words or phrases that have to be changed, you got to find something for Manchester United and Man City. Those have to go away. Mannheim Steamroller, that's that's gone. Uh, general manager, manager, upper management, gone. Manslaughter, no longer a crime. Uh, you can't go get a manicure anymore. Okay. Uh, you can't write a manif- manifesto. If you're going to go move into the woods, you can't write a manifesto. Uh, bluegrass and country bands will no longer have a mandolin player. Wow. You can't do that. And Canada can't have Manitoba as a province anymore. Oh so God. they're getting rid of the word man. Have to. They're saying you can't use it. It's sexist and offensive. Hugh yeah. Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson to line one, line one. Can I still order a manwich undates? No, you can't oh. have manwich. That that has to we, come off the shelf. Manwich gone. We just had Paul on the line and Paul dropped off, but we need you to call four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty as soon as possible because we need you to guess KB's soup. Guess my soup coming up. It is week two of guess my soup. Still no victors. Nobody has guessed KB's soup yet. Uh, if you guess the soup, you'll win fabulous prizes. We're going to cobble them together. You'll win a free haircut from Men's Hair House, a gift certificate to Master Z's Sunset Drive in Waukesha, the Man Cave headquarters. But um, we haven't run this past legal, so you can't tell anybody in our building about it because it is the dumbest contest in radio history, and we're just the guys to <laughs> We're loving it. it. Guess KB's soup. He eats soup every day at 1 o'clock. Guess what his soup is today? 414-799-1920. Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel joins us live from spring training. We're going to be there next week at this time. We'll talk to Tom Hodgecourt next on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's Metallica Monday on the Drew Olson Show. Show's coming up in Madison and Milwaukee. Check it out. Tickets go on sale Friday, Ticketmaster.com. All right, time for the dumb. The smartest thing we do on the Drew Olson Show is talk to Tom Hodgecourt. The dumbest thing we do is guess KB's soup. 
We started doing it last week. He eats soup every day at 1 o'clock. And we're asking you, the smart, good-looking people who listen to The Drew Olson Show, to guess KB's soup. Guess my soup. You get one chance at this. One guess. One chance only. and It's um, just one person, one guess. That's right. One person for the whole show. One person, one guess. Every that, day, one person, one guess. And that person today is Paul. All right, KB, one slurp. Everybody knows the rules. Paul in Menominee Falls. You're on The Drew Olson Show. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. How you doing, Paul? Guess my soup. Hey, first of all, let me say I'm glad KB joined the show. It's a better fit than his last gig. I really enjoy it. Thanks, oh, Paul. thank you very Appreciate much. I'm it. having fun. All right, guess That's his great. soup. So I know this was guest last week, um, but uh, still, to me, the most common, I'm going to go chicken noodle. Damn! Oh, he got a winner! Damn! He's a winner! I can't believe it! Paul yeah. in the falls, he's I, out of the park! Someone wow. we finally got a winner. Guess you, Paul, guess my soup. You know what? I figured I'd come back with chicken noodle because people would fi- figure it wasn't guessed. Exactly, the misdirection, yeah. I, oh. I was going with, I, well, I really oh. messed it up last week because I knew everyone would go clam chowder, and I did true, and you didn't. So, Paul, you're a winner. Oh, Hang on the line. Damn. You win a free haircut from Men's Hair the official stylist of the Drew Olson Show, and you win a Master Z's gift card and anything else we can find in the prize Holy closet. Holy cats. Well, we'll be back tomorrow when we start a whole brand new game right. of Guess My Soup. That's Paul, right. you awesome, killed guys. it. Thanks, That's Paul. Awesome. Have a great day. All right. I can't believe he guessed his soup. That's amazing. Paul, uh, you're, you're a prize winner. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know me? how he can follow that act, but we are joined now live Dude, from Arizona. From the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, it's our go-to guy. It's Tom Hodgecourt. Hello, Tom. I'm very upset. <laughs> you were going to guess, too. I was going to guess Malagatani. <laughs> you might have that tomorrow. You can guess on, you know, every time you join we, the show. We were talking about that no soup for you, Seinfeld upset. We were talking about Malagatani, and nobody had any idea if it was an actual soup and what was in it. It is. It's delicious. <laughs> what is it? What's in it? I think it's a multi-vegetable soup. But I'm not sure. We can find well, out. <laughs> Just don't ask for bread or no soup for you. <laughs> Just move down. Move. Oh, move. I love that's one of my favorite oh, episodes. He was a, at an ad, he was he was at an Admirals game a couple years ago, and John Greenberg got him to autograph a photo for me. It's awesome. It's just to the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> oh, very nice. It is a traditional curry soup of Indian origin with coconut milk, legumes, rice, carrots, potatoes, and lamb. So there well, you Steph go. Steph Curry would really Steph Curry would really like it then. Yeah, or Tony Katane. Yeah, or Tony Katane. That's right. <laughs> I love it. All right, then. Well, I'm guessing you're never going to be eating that on Guess the Soup, then. Yeah. No. No, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> so, all right, Tom. Um, the Brewers are off to a hot start. Give us what, what was the best thing that happened this weekend, the best thing you saw that happened with the Brewers in their 3-1 and one start? Well, G-Man Choi hitting a home run because we got to go talk to him we, with a translator. This guy's funny as heck, man. He's the new Jan Mourinho's? He is. He's got a – he's <laughs> – He's like the um, he's like the Korean Tim Dillard. <laughs> so no, but they yeah, it's been a lot of good stuff. I mean, Hernan Perez swung about good yesterday. The pitching was pretty good. Wade Miley had two pretty good innings yesterday, and so uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, they're just breaking them breaking them in bit by bit. They're they're doing their pitching a little different. Um, I was writing about it uh, for the Brewers Notebook for tomorrow, tomorrow's paper. Instead of having a guy throw. 
um, several innings every five days. They're letting them go in short bursts every two or three days. And um, eventually they'll stretch them out to the traditional five. But, but like, you know, today Brent Suter's pitching with all three days rest, and then he's going to come back on two days rest and pitch later in the week. And so they're going shorter bursts, but more often. But, but, uh, Craig Council assured us they're not reinventing the wheel and that by the end of camp, it'll be back to five guys every five days. So reading your note at jsonline.com uh, now, Tom, Brent Suter apparently ate a lot of soup during the offseason to put on 20 pounds. Yeah, he's bulked up. It's all muscle. So he, uh, you know, he's a Harvard graduate, so he's always thinking. And uh, he, he knows he had trouble the third time through the lineup last year. So, uh, he went and bought, put a home gym in his basement and pumped the weights all uh, all winter and showed up with 20 added pounds of muscle. I, I didn't want to break the news to him that under new baseball analytics, they don't want anybody pitching the third time through the lineup. <laughs> that's pretty much the case. Yeah, that's uh, – I, I just – and 20 years ago, if you showed up 20 pounds uh, – with 20 pounds of muscle, people would be like, hmm, you know, what was he ta- – what yeah. vitamin S was he taking? Well, that's how Juan Nieves ruined his career, remember? That's true. He got he got too bulky. Um, I was going to ask you, Tom, is Brent Suter the smartest Brewers pitcher since Chris Capuano? He's pretty daggone smart. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I went to a pretty good school in Virginia, but I don't want to get in a, a SAT contest with him. I don't think Capuano he, had an econ cerebral. degree from uh, from Duke. Uh, right? Duke. From Duke. Yeah. So. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was smart. We've got we've got a few college graduates, which is very unusual because you know most of them get drafted as juniors and never get their degrees. But one of the pitching prospects, John Perrin, he has a a degree, I think, from Oklahoma State. Somebody else I was talking the other day had a has a degree too. So there's a few a few of the you know not top prospects do go back for their senior year. I mean, uh, Fred Suter was a 31st round draft pick. Yeah, that's uh, kind of that, that's not pricey real estate there. No. Oh. So by then, well, I always say by the end of the draft, if you haven't been picked, you need to switch sports. <laughs> <laughs> they pick fifteen. They pick fifteen hundred people. Uh, yeah, they, they pick guys that aren't even you know that don't even play baseball, like Russell Wilson. They, they when they go through. Yeah, all Russell, that. hey, I heard he reported the Yankees. Yeah, I heard he reported the Yankees camp today. I'm sure. I'm sure you know they don't. They didn't have anything to talk about other than that Giancarlo guy they picked up. So yeah, good thing. Good thing. Good thing. Russell. They're Wilson just doing that because the because um, the Red Sox had JD Martinez Day. That's why they're doing that. How about that? Was that the longest physical in Major League history? <laughs> Turn your head and cough. Did you see for a week? We were we were looking we were looking at it. We're pretty sure he has an every other day opt out. Every other day he can opt out if he wants. <laughs> That's classic. Talking to Tom Hodgecord of the Journal Sentinel here on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Tom is brought to us by Left's Lucky Town, 72nd and State Street in Wauwatosa. We also call it the living room. All right, so, Tom, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Otani. And Broxton greeted him with a home run. What did you think of him? And what was the hoopla like when you were at Tempe? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Diablo Stadium on Saturday. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely a big media buzz. Not only the tremendous Japanese media following he's got, but a lot of the national guys were in. You've been, have you, you've been in that Tempe press box, haven't you, Drew? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's like eight seats in there. Well, we had like, you know, 80 reporters. <laughs> like a playoff they, game they in the Cactus League. They could. Yeah, never, had, never has um, more Brewers hitters been interviewed about the pitcher they were facing than the guys that faced Otani. Brett Phillips, to no one's surprise, was so funny. He said, he said that Otani threw him a first-pitch fastball, and he fouled it straight back really hard, which means you just missed it. When you foul it back straight hard, it means you just missed it. And he said he literally heard Otani on the mound go, ooh. He swears to God that he did that. And then he said, no more fastballs. <laughs> he said he broke. He said we got then. Phillips is so funny. He goes. He goes. After that, it was what we called the kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, he's the, <laughs> so they were he threw everything he had. He, <laughs> so they were interviewing hitters when the Brewers played him. Are they going to interview pitchers today? Because he's going to be the DH today when the Angels play we, the Padres. I know. Interesting, isn't it? That, you know, we used to wonder what the Japanese media did when they were following guys who just pitched because they only pitch every five days, what they did in the four days in between. But they're not going to have that trouble with uh, with Otani because he's also going to hit via DH. So, well, that's what they'll do, KB. They'll, they will. They'll go ask uh, the pitchers what they thought of it. So, you know, I liked, I, I liked just the way he threw the ball. You know, he's tall and lanky. does not look like he's really – putting a lot of effort into it, yet he was getting 95 to 97 on the gun. It looked just free and easy. So I'd be real interested to see about him because he's a prolific power hitter, but but he's not built like a big – he's built more like, you know, like Ken Griffey Jr. was built, you know, kind of tall and lean. So I guess he gets good leverage on his swing. So it just – It'll be more interesting to see. I think it'll be more interesting to see how he hits the pitches because pitching is pitching, but he hasn't faced hitters in Japan like excuse me, pitchers in Japan like he's going to face here. You know, it's you know he obviously ends up with the Angels for money, but I'm just wondering why more National League teams didn't go hard at him because if he's actually a qualified DH, that gives them definitely a leg up on the days that he pitches. Yeah. Well, he he called the shots. He told the people, you know, who he was going to. He he told he limited, you know, he limited the number of teams right away, and he picked them. They didn't get to yeah. pick him. He interviewed yeah. them. That's so true. They came to him. And he interviewed them. It was a reverse process. So, Tom, what's on tap for today? Got a junior Garrett start. Oh, Ryan Braun with a spring debut, but not right. at first base. Oh, he's playing the outfield? Starting in left field. Okay. Yeah, he's going to play first base Wednesday. Um, there, I think a Giants at home. So uh, the big news today was uh, press first time ever media dining, P.F. Chang. Outstanding. Really? Not Payway? Because that's yeah, a we, big. Yeah. Well, Boston, 
the joke here is Boston market. We had a streak of consecutive Boston markets a few years ago that Cal Ripken could not have made it through. <laughs> that was epic. Hey, well, Tom, warm that up for us because um, the rumor has it we're coming to see you next week. We are coming. Are you when? Training. When are you guys coming? Uh, early in the week. When? We're still uh, Sunday through uh, Thursday, so next week. Sunday okay, through Wednesday. Well, basically. they're they're alleging we're going to get to the seventies by this weekend. It's uh, the next two I, days rain and fifties. I did the uh, I did the math on that, and we are uh, we're looking good. It'll be like is mid to low to mid seventies every day. We're there, so we're bringing you good weather, Tom. Man, uh, but please, we are not liking our separation between Milwaukee and Phoenix. It has not been very no. high. It's our, been just about five degrees separation. That's not good. Our trip is sponsored by Chalmers Jewelers, Sutton Transport, and Middleton Ford. We appreciate all their work. Tom, thanks for joining us today. We will catch up with you again on Wednesday. We'll listen to you with Mike Heller tomorrow. All right, KB, up some good soup now. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Mulligatani might be in the rotation. We may have to suspend guess my soup when we're oh. out there but well, we'll see we we'll have to go make a stop and get some out here out here it's gonna be guess my guess my um uh, uh enchiladas guess my tortilla soup or guess my pf changs thanks tom tom hodgecourt of the journal center right, follow guys. him on twitter at hodgecourt read him at jsonline.com it's a drew olson show powered by wisconsin harley davidson Metallica Monday continues on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson Oconomowoc. Check them out, WISHD.com. We'll have our Metallica expert, Natalie, drop in in just a few moments. In the meantime, we're already this deep into the show. We have not addressed KB's other contribution to the show besides soup. He makes many, but there's soup, and then there's the daily stripper pole. Yes, it is the uh, stripper pole of the day from Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. We go to Jazzy's for Jazzy's, Jazzy's. Stri- yeah, Jazzy stripper pole of the day. Which okay. of these do you consider to be the best United States Olympic moment of the Winter Games? The women's hockey gold medal, the men's curling gold medal, Sean White gold medal, or other? And uh, right now it is... Believe it or not, 41 to 38% men's curling over women's hockey. I believe it. I believe it, too. Uh, Followed by Sean White and 10% other. And the two other ones, there's a couple other ones that people, uh, Chloe Kim winning the gold, uh, the women's cross-country skiing, uh, winning the first gold medal, or first medal in 42 years uh, for cross-country skiing. So I thought that was was pretty interesting. I'm telling you, I I was saying this since day one, and I know I was getting my chops busted. But curling is went just out of control. It is uh, the fe- people in Tosa, and there's a uh, there's some sheets up where uh, Ozaki. There's people are getting into it, man. It's I know, definitely trendy. Sport uh, of the future. Yeah, I know. My son was out on Saturday night, and he was down at uh, O'Donohue's, and they couldn't get people out of the bar because it started so late, and then they had to throw everybody out. Oh, that sucks. And it was just curling central there. Unbelievable. People are way into it now. Like I keep saying, it's the kale. So, you know? it is. It's the kale of sports. Um, and that guy, 
We should probably do a, a mustache tribute to that dude. Well, Steve we're trying Schuster. to track him down. I'm sure he's got to do all of the. Oh, yeah. He's going to be like next to him. Uh, Matt Hamilton is going to be next to him, yeah. possible to track down. I'm sure because it's going to be Fallon and Kimmel yeah. and all of that. Yeah, he'll be making the rounds. But that mustache, man. Aaron Rodgers gave him props. He's got the Andy Reid mustache. He's Andy Reid lookalike. Or Mario. Yeah, or Mario. Or uh, yeah. Nick Offerman. <laughs> that too. Or Ron Burgundy. Best mustaches. There's a topic, Gibby. They just fall out of the sky. Hey, I, I, I thought of another one. If Once uh, once uh, Guess My Soup runs out of steam, which who, who knows how long that'll be. It could be real quick. Like last week? How no. about, so the next <laughs> one. Intended. So just start thinking of this one. I don't know when it's going to show up. And the next one is going to be I'm Thinking of a Fish. So that is going to be the next game. I'm thinking of a thinking fish. Thinking of a fish. No, we gotta we got more we gotta squeeze more out of the soup though. Okay. Definitely because as long as you're eating soup, when it gets warm, when it gets really warm out and you stop eating soup, then we'll switch to Maybe fish. we do that around fishing season. That could be. So, sometime in May. Yeah. Uh are you guys aware that uh tomorrow's National Pancake Day? I am now. From seven A to seven P participating IHOP restaurants giving away free short stacks of oh, pancakes. Buttermilk pancakes. I better get there. Get my syrup hole holstered up. There's one on Miller Park Way, there's one on Layton, and there's I know of one in Madison, I think. In the uh it's on Washington, I think. So you'll all be, right. You'll be putting peanut butter on yours, Drew, I'm sure, right? Um if they have it, if it's available. I don't know, man. That's one of those deals. It'll be crowded. Uh, IHOP I don't consider yeah. it being crowded most days. The international. House, of, House pancakes. of pancakes. Pancakes are free, but you can, if you pay, uh, you can. They'll donate it to charity. Um, Children's Miracle Ho- Network Hospitals, uh, Shriners Hospital, and Leukemia Lymphoma Society. So they can, if you pay for your short stack, which is five dollars and seventy nine cents. So they yeah, give a free short stack. Now, how many people go in there and just get the stack and a water? Um, I'm sure a lot of That's people. That's the will. worst thing when they give away something free like that. They try to make it back by you know when when Buy places a have drink. When places here, have dollar do. burgers. Yeah. You know, you have to that you add on for the extras like you know lettuce, tomato, onion, cheese. But you pay, you pay for the fries or you pay for drinks or something. But you see people that I give me three dollar burgers and a water. That's it. I want to spend three dollars and eighteen cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Taco Bell was giving away free tacos in the World Series because of the steal, it was like a line of people just getting one taco. I'm like, come on, you got you get, get a couple yeah. more. You got to get right. some more. Get, get a burrito. How can you just eat? Yeah, that's nothing. Come get on. some nachos. Every yeah. once in a while, something. Chick Fil A does like these giveaways sometimes, right. and they don't tell you. But if you order something else and pay for it, they throw that extra thing in the extra sandwich. Really? I know because I've given it to Armin. I paid it forward to Armin a couple of times. Yeah. Come oh, on. so when you come in. And you say, hey, who needs a chicken sandwich? Not You've gotten always. a free one? Sometimes, but just not always. Okay. Free, yeah. Sometimes I just buy extras. I like I'm Chick-fil-A. generous that way. All right, we're going to talk to Natalie, our resident Metallica expert. She's going to join us next. We will also, um, we're also going to further discuss the Jordy Nelson thing. What Packers player, not named Aaron Rodgers, would you like to hang out with for a day? Because he was at the Bucks game yesterday. I saw some people taking pictures with him. And... Um, We'll catch up with Mike Heller from the Mike Heller Show. It's all coming up on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's Monday on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. The Olympics are over. Marquette lost. Wisconsin lost. The Bucks lost. Oh, no! We suck again! But don't let that get you down. The Brewers are in first place in the Cactus League. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. Drew and KB will chat with Tom Hardicourt at the Journal Sentinel. It's also Metallica Monday. In honor of the legendary band's upcoming dates in Madison and Milwaukee, the guys will play Metallica bump music all day. And now, 
ready and training for the 2020 Summer Olympics. Here's Drew and KB. The ceiling is the roof. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm talking about open heart surgery here. I'm ashamed God made me a man. You know, just hanging out. I respect the scorpion. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Feel the piece of clothing with your hands. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> Rolling along the Monday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, coming to you from the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. My name is Drew. To my right is KB. What's going on, brother man? What's going on is it's 51 degrees in Milwaukee, and it's Metallica Monday. It is, and I'm still reeling from the fact that somebody guessed my soup. Uh, that's a crusher. You're, it is. You're going to have to soldier on there. Yes, Metallica Monday, as every day. could be. Well, every day, every week could be Metallica Monday. So yeah. the, the tour was announced the, the fall and winter legs for 2018-19. Kicking off September 2nd at the Kohl Center. We gave away a pair of tickets earlier and then the guys are going to go swing through the upper Midwest and return to Milwaukee to the arena to be named later on October 16th. And because it's Metallica Monday on the Drew Olson Show, and we happen to have somebody in the building that I know, the biggest Metallica fan that I know and probably arguably one of the biggest in the country is Natalie from our Integrated Marketing Department. In fact, she is the Integrated Marketing Department. Natalie, welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. Um, how long have you been a Metallica fan? It was the very early 90s, so time. not my entire life. I was a Pump Up the Jams, Top 40 girl, and, and then, then? <laughs> then got into the rock and the metal, so it's really only been since the early 90s. Early 90s, That's well, that's that, that qualifies you as a longtime fan. I'd like to think so. How many shows have you been to? 111. 111! Are you kidding Metallica me? Metallica shows! Oh. KB and I consider ourselves Springsteen oh, guys, and man. between us, we haven't been to 111 Springsteen shows. Yeah, pretty. I, I don't think between us we've cracked 100. I'm in the 50s. I know that. We're but getting, man. Yeah. Springsteen doesn't tour a whole lot. I mean, neither does Metallica, but, but Springsteen Okay, did not, 111. So that's at least, what, eight shows a tour on average? Probably, yes. Holy cats. I worked rock radio, so I, I <laughs> yeah, enjoyed a lot a... of luxuries of that. <laughs> yeah, but you still, I was still able had... to go to that many. You had that to is, travel, right, though. You go to that many. How, many. how many encounters have you had with the band? Backstage, meet and greets. I mean, too many to count? A few. A few. A few. A few. Really? A few. So, okay, uh, probably a quarter of the shows you've been to or more? No, maybe a quarter. A quarter? Yeah. All right. Who's your favorite band member? James. James? Oh, yeah. Always. He is, well, I mean, he is kind of the... He know. could sing the alphabet to me or a when, phone book. Or, <laughs> it wouldn't matter. Really? So when this announcement hits today that they're, the first show of this leg of the tour is in Madison, that's a monster thing. So we're wondering, do they set up camp at the Cole Center and rehearse? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For a week with sound and lights and stuff, could we go to the nitty-gritty in Madison on Francis Street there, and could we just, like, you know, see the band hang out and get burgers <laughs> with them and stuff? Sure, they're yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would think so. Um, for a tour of this size, I am guessing that they'll rehearse in San Francisco, where they live, and do one of the stage setups there. And then the other stage setup will be at the Cole Center in advance, and they'll probably do That'd some rehearsing there. Epic. And then the San Francisco stage will go... Mm-hmm. To the following date after Madison. Do they do pretty? Uh, do they do pretty big stage show? I mean, are there? Yeah, the stage setup is a pretty elaborate, diverse and elaborate. And very, very, really, very levels. It, it gets it gets bigger and better every single tour. So you know, they recently did stadiums in the summer. So they did Soldier Field. I was in Atlanta, St. Louis. Um, so it was pretty extensive. So what I'm guessing, well, so this should probably be different though, because these are in the round. So the stage will actually be in the middle, not oh. all the hard good end. seats. Yeah, it's more good seats. More they, good seats. They amazing. must have stolen that from Carrie Underwood. What? I think <laughs> no? she stole from them. Uh, okay. No, well, so they'll have the snake pit and you know, yeah, hopefully so things like that. Here's the cool thing though: they went out and did uh, you know U.S. and Europe stadium dates, and then now this tour they're hitting cities that they didn't go to. Which is a money thing, which is if you're a fan in Grand Forks or Madison or Sioux Milwaukee. Falls or Milwaukee, yeah. which they've avoided for the last nine years. Yeah. So, so it's really good for those people who don't get to travel um, and that they just don't come to their city very much. All right. So you've been to this many shows. Would the band recognize you? Because we have a friend who has, he used to do that with the late Tom Petty, rest in peace. And he'd been to over 100 shows. And the band and the crew, like, he was there so much. Close to the stage that they got to recognize him. He's, he's also six. Plus, six. he's also six. I like six. to think so in my mind. Um, <laughs> I mean, it depends who I'm with and what city I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, that sometimes I do get like the smile and then the oh, I, do, I think yeah, I do recognize. You. I think so, I may recognize you. Or uh, ooh, where's the restraining order? No, I'm kidding. It's never so, been like that. what's the farthest you've ever traveled? Vancouver, Canada. Oh, okay, lovely, lovely city. And hit Vancouver, Seattle, Portland. See, okay. she does legs of tours. She could be a routing person for a tour now, probably. Well, I mean, you know it, how that works. You have to you do know. it geographically. So, yeah. like for this tour, it's I can hit Cincinnati, drive to Cleveland, where I'm from originally. So you try to book it that way. Okay. So, all right, Natalie is a big Metallica fan. It is Metallica Monday on the Drew Olson Show. And all right, so what we want to know is how do you rate shows? Because when you've gone to a lot of shows and you've been to a lot of uh, situations, it's easy to become kind of a snob and. You take people. I'm sure you've taken people to their first show, and you've ex- have that experience. You live vicariously. That's the best. Someone who says they're a fan, but they've never been. And then that's the best seeing their face. And then they're blown away. But then, like KB and I, we're aficionados, but we're also if we we're on the fifth show of a tour, we it's like that we have what we call bathroom songs, which um, <laughs> it's like, and, and even even some of them are are anthems. Like we would say. In some cases, like Born, Thunder Road bathroom like, song, like Born to Run for us might be a bathroom song. Like everybody else is that that's their moment, and the lights are up, and everything. We're like, go to the bathroom, get our last beer because we want to see the last forty-five <laughs> minutes of the show because it doesn't. That's know. my nothing else matters. So it's, not, it's not that I don't like the song, but, no, but I can only see it so many times. Right. Exactly. I understand, man. 
Okay, so and Ooh, they play that, that every, you know, I don't oh. need to see that again. So that's staples. a bathroom song. So those are bathroom songs. That's when you go get a beer because it won't be crowded. That's that's a money move. Because that's the hit. So they want to see the yeah. hit. And I'm like, exactly. Mm. and I'll see it maybe next tour. So how often do they mix up the set list? Is it the same from city to city or is it? Typically, yes. Usually the encore is a little different. And a, a lot of the reason behind that is the pyro. And ah, it's got to be timed. It's got to be very, very timed. So it's not very loosey goosey. Um, but they usually they switch up the covers usually, or they'll swap a new song with another new song from the new album or something like that. So coolest cover you've ever seen them do? Um, oh, I love when they do anything from Motorhead. That's cool. Yeah, I wouldn't have known. I, if you would have, if Ace you were there Spades. and you knew it was a Motorhead <laughs> yeah. cover, I, I would have known. Yeah, I would have known. A lot of bands fun. do that. That's a, that's, yeah. a, that's kicking. All right, we have Natalie here. She's our Metallica expert. 111 concerts. That's a lot of concerts, man. That is some dedication. All right, um, while we have you here, we want to get everybody up to speed on what happened over the weekend because um, it was the talk of the office. Armin invited a young lady over for dinner on Saturday. It was his first foray in cooking dinner. For a um, member of the opposite sex, opposite sex, and the Fortress of Solitude, Armin's condo, um, yeah, was not. It wasn't the Fortress of Solitude on Saturday night. So we're dying to know, Armin. He was yeah, all worried was about weird, what to have, what to make. So did you decide to stick with steak? What did you What did you prepare? I did, I did. But most importantly, I decided to stick with being true to myself when I used the George Foreman. Many I, people cringe oh, when they. You did on. not use the George hold Foreman. On, hold on. Many people are cringing when I tell them that, but it turned out very well. If I presented the state to you on a plate, I don't know that you would have known it was from a George Foreman. I thought it did very uh, well. Did you have to make me. him one at a time? I did have to do that, yes. But that's okay, because I gave myself a chance to screw up on the first one. That was an important factor, too, oh for me. Oh, my goodness. It, it, it honestly turned out very well. So you didn't right. let... And, I was, and, and, and right. my guest was very, very impressed. I was happy. With your George Foreman grill. Well, did she meals. listen to the show? She doesn't know How that. Impressed. Some segments. Okay, well, she knows now you used a George Foreman grill. That's okay. you gotta know. You got to know who I am, you know? It's a, oh, man. Yeah. I know you're not confident in the kitchen. But, but that... I was really proud of myself, actually. I made some great tasty potatoes. All right, tasty yeah. potatoes. I got the and rosemary. So, I did the whole thing. All right, yeah. what was the mood music? Did you play Metallica? Oh, wait. No. Uh, <laughs> no. No, no, Sinatra, what would you have on the list? What, what was the playlist? Uh... TV shows from the 90s theme songs, just on loop, and then it was really good. No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. Actually, the Olympics were on, and because uh, we were watching the Olympics. Uh, so. What were you watching? I what? can't remember what was on. I think it was actually four-man bobsled at the time. Okay. All right. So, all right. Was there wine with dinner? Did yes. Did you serve a red, a nice Cabernet? What'd you get? Uh, it was a red. I'm not sure exactly. Strawberry was, Boone's Farm. It, it was a gift for my guest. I didn't have the wine. She, oh, she, she brought it. She yeah, brought yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It was one of those deals. Wait, so. well, wait. Do you have a bottle? Of, did you have a bottle of red ready and holstered uh, I, up? I do, I do have one, just in case. Just in it's case. It's my backup <laughs> bottle of wine. Mad Dog is not wine. Well, yeah. I know. You're right. It, when it's just me, I drink beer mostly, you know. Yellow so tail. I don't, I don't really exactly. Boone's the 175. <laughs> The big oh. bottle no, with I, the screw off tag. Right, right, I did so, have one. I did have right, one. Did you have dessert? Was was there a dessert? And I don't. I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about actual <laughs> dessert after the meal. Well, I want to know about the sex too. But uh, after, was there dessert? Yeah, there was some ice cream. I didn't get. Ice I didn't cream. go the cheesecake route. I thought that might be a little too I much. I told him to whip something up. Ice cream? Oh, no, no, no. Get, get a little cu- <laughs> get a little custard. Get local. Come on. Oh boy, Natalie's dying Natalie's over here. Natalie's dying over here, man. Just like oh, I'm not man. Tra- I mean, that, that was a, that was fine. I think. All right, all right, well, he's a train wreck, isn't he? I don't want to out 
I'll kick and my ice cream. made the ice cream by hand. I oh, think, come on. No one's going to expect handmade think, ice cream from a bachelor. I think in a roundabout way, Armin's play here is that he's completely so hopeless and clueless that this girl will feel like she needs to come in and step into his life and domesticate oh, wow. him and to take to him, all to help you. him out. You uh, know, because... That's a smart play. They all want to change you. You know, you're right about that, KB. But expectations were low enough. I set the expectations <laughs> so low that I think that it did very well. Oh, Do you have another man. date? Uh, there will be one in the offing. I'm oh sure. well, then. Yeah. Oh well, then I was successful. No, I, I've got no concerns about that. I think that I think the whole event went swimmingly. So, all right. Um, oh, tell Armand's parents to turn down their radios, and we'll ask. You made dinner for this young lady on Saturday night. We've been talking about it for several days. Did you make breakfast too? There's just some things I can't divulge. Oh! Oh, I just on. can't do it. That's a yes. But I want to say this: I believe in the George Foreman, and it came through for me. So okay. George Foreman, see, this is, I will endorse your product. All of our, all of our talk about it, like a cast iron skillet and everything, you just didn't. You just listen. didn't. You just stayed you with the. I stuck he, with my gut. I stuck he with myself. Stopped listening to us like on Thursday, Natalie, and he said, I, "I'll watch some YouTube videos and I'll figure it out." And then he's like stuck with his George Foreman grill. Did see, you, you can like, cook on the top and the hey. bottom at the same time, honey. Did you buy like good meat at least? Did you oh, at least yeah. get a good steak? Like, it, it was. I don't want to. I don't know if I should shout out the place I went to, but it was a okay. nice, nice local butcher shop. Oh, good. And good. I'll, I'll say this: every man has to carve their own path, and that's what I did. With, that's what I think I did with the George Foreman. But then you butchered it on a George, <laughs> on a George Foreman. Foreman. Oh, God, you're Armin. killing no, 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 no. Armin. If you if you if you time it right. out just right, you're gonna get the right, right. amount of rareness. On medium your own, rare, medium rare. We need you to do self scouting here on a scale of one to ten. Sure. How did you do as a host? I say your... strong eight and a half. Wow. I'm not gonna give myself a nine. That's absurd. So, all right, wait, ten. wait. Uh, okay, how clean was the bathroom? Because that's oh. always the key. That's got to be number one. Yeah, I, def- Spotless. It, it was, I just cleaned it that day. Spotless? Yeah, you, okay. you yeah. have to be. That's the number one thing. Uh, so, Natalie, you're, you're there, and you get a, yeah, let's say he did cook the steak, Greg, but great, but you get a glimpse out of the corner of your eye of the George Foreman grill. What goes through your mind? Deal breaker? It's a deal breaker, isn't it? No, because you're a nice guy. I can overlook that. Hey. <laughs> Grill marks. I'm a simple girl. Grill, grill marks. marks. The key. I got grill marks All out right. of it. All right. That All right. All right. A successful journey for Armin now when that, cooking dinner. Now that I'm more confident in my culinary abilities, I might try like the uh, the cast iron. But I'm telling you, the potatoes <laughs> were my gonna get? were my best. Why don't you part go to the crock pot? Crock that pot. might be a step up from the George Foreman. How did you make, how did you make the potatoes? Do you roasted them like in the oven? I roasted the little ones. I cut them up. Rosemary, olive oil. Did the whole thing with that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Some more salt and pepper. Roasted them for like an hour. Perfect. That was good. All right. Well, well done, Armin. So that was the uh, that was like warmed the, the a lot cream of hearts. Of you oh, warmed man. a lot of hearts with this tale. And Natalie, thanks for dropping in on Metallica thanks for having Monday. Me. It was awesome. 111 Metallica 111 shows. shows. That's amazing. We'll have you back right before the, hey, the gigs. Uh, I got a question for you. One quick question. If you could get an all-access laminate to every single show on the tour, right? I'd give you that. But in exchange, you could only listen to Ed Sheeran every other time, all the other times that you're not listening to Metallica at the show. Start to finish, it's the only time you hear Metallica. After that, during the whole tour, you can only listen to Ed Sheeran. Do you take the all-access laminate? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> oh, that's just a soul-crushing question, Ouch. KB. You're, you're fantastic. I like to make people uh, think. Ed what? is very talented. I mean, I, I will He's, give him that. He's extremely talented. He's just not my cup of tea. No. Mm-hmm. All right. But he would tea? be for an all-access laminate. Well, of course. For catering. Wouldn't you? <laughs> for care, of course. Yeah. It was Springsteen? September 2nd, uh, Cole Center, and October 16th at the 
arena to be named later, the new home of the Milwaukee Bucks. You're listening to the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Thanks, Natalie. Metallica Monday continues the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson and Oconomowoc. Thank you to Natalie, our integrated marketing expert and expert on Metallica. 111 shows. It's absurd. Makes me feel like a, a slacker as That's a fan. That's insane. I can't well, think... she's, she's worked in radio a long time. Too. It's hard to think of anything I've seen that time, even like not a concert, like a movie. I think maybe Hoosiers. But that's a lot. That's awesome, though. You're that, you're that much of a fan. That's awesome. And she is a hardcore fan because she was willing to, for in exchange for the all-access laminate for an entire tour, we would give it to her, but the rule was when she's not at the show, the only thing she could listen to was Ed Sheeran. And she said she would do it for the all-access laminate. She would put herself through that much pain. Ed like, Sheeran, maybe. He's a big deal. I know he is, but I'm saying it's just, you can't have much more of a polar opposite it's true. of Megadeth, it's true. or of, uh, rather Metallica or Megadeth, which she said was her favorite cover. No, it was uh, no, uh, Motorhead. Motorhead, yeah. Let me. Let me. Uh, okay. So, all right. See, they all get Speaking of me. music, uh, J. Cole announced today as a headliner at Summerfest. Summerfest. Yeah, so we have uh, yet another boxes checked. At Summerfest, what do they have? Like one or two more dates to fill? I think. I think they have. One, I think they have two more dates to fill. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they're full already. They're probably just waiting to announce. Announce them. Yeah. We'll have Bob Babish in one of these, one of these days to talk about uh, music yes. at Summerfest, and he'd be a great guest, and he'd be a good guest for beers on the table. Which, by the way, coming up on Wednesday at Pier 106 Seafood Tavern downtown, uh, KB and I will be hanging out, taping a beers on the table podcast. Our special guests, two guys that are no stranger to this studio, El Jefe himself, John Greenberg, president of the Milwaukee Admirals. Always good to talk to Greeny. We can talk hockey. We can talk Olympics. We can talk about uh, Bobby Butler. And we can uh, just the general business of being in minor league sports in Milwaukee in a major league city. Plus, Greeny's got an interesting background as he started as a bat boy for the Milwaukee Brewers, worked his way up to director of public relations and is now president of the Milwaukee Admirals. Our other guest is another guy who's uh, rags to riches. He started his own company uh, early on, and that company is onmilwaukee.com. Andy Tarnoff, one of the co-founders and publisher of onmilwaukee.com, will join us. Basically, it's us hanging out, having drinks, conversing with amplified equipment, so our conversations will be amplified, and we'll record it, so we'll have it on the website. So if you can't make it, you'll be able to listen. But we want you to come, Pier 106 Seafood Tavern, coming up on Wednesday. And it'll be a happy hour type gig. Probably be there, get get there around five thirty. Be there till about seven thirty, and just hang out. And who knows? Maybe we'll go deep. Maybe we'll stay later. Yep, I have a. Uh, I probably won't be there until a little after six or so. But nonetheless. yeah, that's, we, we never tee up before. Never. Then, so now you get to. No, you know, you gotta have loose. a couple. Of, gotta have a couple of uh, oils to loosen up. Yeah, you know? lather up a bit, and yeah. then 
And then Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I go to run. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so thanks to Andy Tarnoff and John Greenberg for hanging out with us. It's going to be fun. And we encourage you to make plans now to see us on Wednesday night at Pier 106 Seafood Tavern, downtown Milwaukee. It's right across from Rock Bottom Brewery. It is on the river. It's a really cool spot. Good food, good snacks, and... Uh, Good place to book parties and stuff. They do uh, the river cruises uh, launch from there. So it's a good spot to put on your rotation. So come and see us on Wednesday night. Our phone number is 414-799-1920. You can tweet at Drew Olson Show, at Drew Olson MKE for me, at KB, and even at Armin Sarian, A-R-M-E-N-S-A-R-Y-A-N. Uh, question today. Jordy Nelson was at the Bucks game watching the Bucks puke away a game. We'll talk to Ted Davis about that tomorrow. That's a tough loss, man. They lost to uh, New Orleans in overtime after being up by 18 late in the third quarter. Um, New Orleans just dominated the third quarter. They just couldn't. The Bucks just stopped playing defense. But Jordy Nelson was at the game. And a lot of people who were there were at least excited about seeing Jordy Nelson, seeing a Packer in the flesh. So we just threw it out there. If you could hang out with a Packer for a day, a Packer not named Aaron Rodgers, using the uh, Rodgers exception, who might that be? Hmm, I'm seeing some good ones. Travis Jersey, Travis Jervy and his Tigers. No, Travis Jervy and his Tigers. We were just talking about. But that, he didn't have we? Tigers. They were mountain lions. They were lions, right? They were lions. Yeah. He named it Nala. Yeah. Friend of show, uh, Chuck Arbedian said, "Old number thirty-three, Barty Smith." Uh, yeah, I. You know, as it's former, you can go all the way, huh? I mean, there've been Pete, some great ones. Barty Pete, and Barry. Remember that? Same? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Pete uh, weighs in via Twitter and says, um, "Can it be a former Packer?" Because it's crab at its crab, Tom Crabtree, to drink beers and see a concert. That would be good because he, following him on Twitter, he always has a lot of pointed things to say. He always keeps his opinion out in the public eye. Always. Yeah. Um, Schwartzenter said, has to be David Bakhtiari. And I actually retweeted his photo of David Bakhtiari surrounded by chicks. That's on the jet ski. On a jet ski. It's pretty awesome. Surrounded by the ladies. Um, I think he might be at the top of the list. And I find it interesting because I know Jordy Nelson would be most people top three. Randall Cobb might be up there. But I also think I'm surprised always that Clay Matthews and things like this is generally an afterthought. Yeah, no one really. He's the most under-the-radar kind of superstar-ish player that we've had in the state, he is an enigma to me. He's never revealed much to the never. people, the fans. He's worthless. If, if I was a beat guy, I would hate him. I mean, not necessarily hate him, but I would hate, right. hate the idea of having to transcribe what he says because he never says anything in his locker that's worth a crap. He never gives you anything. He doesn't. He's very private. Very, very. You know, people don't know much about Clay Matthews. Right. I would not want to hang out with him because of that. A, I think he's a charming, engaging guy, but he just does. He doesn't show that side. I because a because of the hair b because everyone would know him. So it's hard to go on the down low when you're right. Hair. So you're you're um, sitting there the whole time and everyone's trying to come up and talk to him. Now, when I was in college, I worked in the Packer camp because I went to St. Norbert College, the Harvard of Brown County, and uh, <laughs> in the 
So in the summertime, I worked in Packer training camp, and that's what I did. I worked in the union where they had that. And the rookies who came in, when you think about it, you know, we were 20 years old, so the rookies coming in were 21, 22. They were our age. age. yeah. So there were some, you know, there were some guys that, on the team that I hung out with. Um, Ray Shankowitz, for one. Um, Eddie Gar- <laughs> what a great name for him. He's not a kicker, but... No, Ray, Ray Stackowitz. But, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Shank Michigan. Yeah, Shank Punt. Shankowitz. So, um, Eddie Garcia. But you could go out with a punter and a kicker, and no one's going to have any idea who the punter or kicker are. Right? Right, right, right. In Green Bay, they do. Well, well maybe, in Green yeah. Bay, they would. But in Green Bay, they do. That, was, uh, that in- was back in the days of James Lofton and Lynn Dickey when they were playing... And J.J. John Jefferson, that's when Lofton had his little issue at Sebastian's. Yeah, he's had, the he had stairwell. some issues. But if you're looking for a storyteller, I mean, who's better? You know, if I could take Jerry Kramer, wouldn't that be the one to tell the greatest well, stories? I was thinking of the current roster. Yeah, yeah. Well, people were naming older yeah. players. So. I mean, I've, yeah. Current I've roster. Had a, I've had a drink with Jerry Kramer, and it's a, it's definitely an experience. It's, it's a highlight. Awesome, Paul, Paul Horning is another one. Um, Fuzzy Thurston, he had a bar when we were in Green Bay. We always went there. So, who would you most like to hang out with on the current roster? Nobody said Brett Hundley. Yeah, I think uh, people I think are just so excited. Lindsley, David Bakhtiari, um, Mason Crosby, if you were going to spend the day at the golf course. Mason Crosby's a really good guy. Engaging dude. I, I would have to say Mason Crosby because you play golf with him, and he's a good player. Good, good player. That would be a good time. Yeah. I would want to hang out with someone who is on the team, but is not all that well known. Okay, because it would be more about the hang for me than you know yeah. hanging with you know someone who's really high high visibility. Blake Martinez, that not, might be yeah. that might not be Jake a bad. Ryan. But from what like we know, I think yeah. the guy with the fun like that would be the funniest. Mike Daniels, I think the funniest. He gives the funniest he, sound bites. The most he, interesting stuff. Like he's definitely out there. Energy, hardcore. Like I don't know. Be good. Which Packer would you like to hang with? All inspired by the fact that you know we're trying not to focus on the Bucks' loss, which was again heartbreaking. They ruined a good weekend. It would have been a brilliant weekend if they would have had you know if they would have held serve and beaten New Orleans. Now they got a chance against the Wizards tomorrow night. But man, the schedule's tough, and getting that one would have been huge. That would have been really big. Would have been big, and yeah, well. Can't have everything. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. It is the Drew Olson Show. I'm Drew, joined by KB. What's happening, brother man? All right, here's the deal. Um, The two big sports stories, kind of like that, deserve the Tom Rinaldi treatment of the weekend. One was um, Jordan Bohannon missing a free throw on purpose in order to not set a record at the University of Iowa. Happened last night against Northwestern. Steps to the stripe. A little more than two minutes left. His team's up by eight. He missed intentionally because he did not want to set a new record and break a record that was held by the late Chris Street. 35 consecutive uh, free throws would have set the record. Chris Street set the record in 1993. During the season, he was killed in a car accident. 25 years ago. He's an icon in Iowa. And uh, Jordan Bohannon missed intentionally so as not to break the record. He says he's become tight with Street's family. Street's family was happy, but they told him next time he has the chance he should go ahead and break the record. I was not... I thought it was an interesting story. 
I was not immediately like some say, oh, that's so awesome, what a great gesture. I, the, the logical side of this thought, you can pay tribute to the guy and recognize him by breaking the record. And, oh, not for nothing, they were playing a game. They're up seven. That's not exactly salting the game away. It wasn't a 25-point game. And I thought, nobody's really exploring that part of it. And what if he had missed on purpose and they lost by a point? And what if the How spread wasn't four? And well, yeah, the spread and we checked <laughs> the spread and the over were safe. Uh, ended up being safe, but uh, for you degenerates, Ron and the Key and the rest of the degenerates out there, um, that struck me as like, okay, it's interesting. But whether it was awesome and inspiring and you know lump in your throat type stuff, if you're from Iowa, maybe. But as a as an impartial jaded sports observer, I just said. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder what would happen if they lost. It was. I'm sure the coach didn't like it. I'm glad. He, I'm sure he's glad it worked out. But oh my God, if I'm coaching a game and we're up seven, that ain't nothing. And with two minutes left, and I, I just thought that side of it underexplored. Now, the flip side of this, the story that does move the needle for me happened in Florida. And no, KB, it wasn't the Honda Classic. Okay. It was uh, the Florida State High School Hockey Tournament. In Marjorie, Florida. Yeah, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, which was where the uh, mass shooting was two weeks ago, they won the state boys hockey tournament really? over the weekend. They lost their round-robin games on Saturday, and then they came back seated last in the semifinals, upset two teams that were uh, allegedly better, um, and they upset them to win the state hockey championship, dedicating it to the memory of the 17 people killed. That's awesome. That is an incredible story. That's like that's so an amazing they, story. They qualify for the National High School Hockey Championship in Plymouth, Minnesota, and I'm just I know, just they might get smoked there, but the fact that they won their state championship to me is is more tugging at the heartstrings than the Jordan Bohannon moment. I am just waiting for my favorite high school hockey situation, if you will, or the event to come out, and that is the. Minnesota All Hockey Hair Team, and that'll be out on YouTube. Oh, that's a that is one of my favorite. Like any other, uh, yeah, yeah. I know when my son was playing hockey in high school, his junior year, they all started growing their hair out um, at the beginning of the season, and if they made it to state, uh, when the, no, it was when they went to the playoffs, it went mullet. Everybody they, the, went. They mullet. went Barry Melrose, and one kid didn't get a mullet. And one day, um, I came home and I saw that our Clippers were on the dryer and i said to my son i go did you did you take the clippers and he said yeah well this one kid wouldn't get a mullet so we gave it to him and then i saw him at the next game he looked uh, like he just had like brain surgery uh, they did oh. such a bad job on him. but they all had the barry melrose it was sweet so to me that's the more moving story just for my own personal that's that's the way i look at the world um, 414-799-1920. We are joined now by Mike Heller, the host of the Mike Heller Show. Hey. Good afternoon, Mike. What's going on, Mike? Hey. Hi, boys. How, How are you? Doing, you? I'm so good. Did you I hit mean, balls today? Did you, uh, did you hit balls? Uh, no, I didn't. You know what I did today? I started the, uh, the first steps towards a May 27th half marathon, 12 weeks. Oh. Today was the first steps. So would you run a five-miler today? Easy. Just three, just three to start. Ah. So three, three days a week, and then one longer run on the weekend, and one day across. So, so. today is today is day one, and uh, you know what? You know what I did yesterday to celebrate this starting today. Um, uh, pizza, cheeseburgers. Yeah, you're uh, on. You're on to me. Five guys, burgers and fries. <sighs> uh, I, uh, because I'm not doing that until this is done again. 
So, oh, so now, oh wait, you're you're training now. Uh, you're not just like I want to finish this marathon, or I want to. You you want a good time. You're going to actually regulate your nutrition and stuff because. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Oh. I just don't want to be fat when I'm trying to run. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's bad on the joints. So yeah, so I want to I want to take this. Sure. And, he wants to run yeah. without jiggling. So right. it's a it's a safe bet we're not stopping at In and Out Burger when we're out in Arizona. Oh, we will. And yeah, we'll. <laughs> a boy. We will. Everything gets suspended for for special moments. Okay, that's yeah. true. Right. We should um, KB. We should start. We should try to get a, a run for the Drew Olson show. It'd be like the the Bloody Nipples five k. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because anything yeah. longer than that is too long. Yeah, let me yeah. know how that works but out. The, you the Bloody have Nipples five k. You could have a beneficiary and everything. You could run for something. I don't know. You had to think of something—a charity. We'll we'll run for it to get Armin some cooking lessons, so there he doesn't have to make steak in the George Foreman grill anymore. It worked. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't hear the entirety today, so I don't know how that went. I'm a man. I carved my own path, Mike. That's what. It, that's how it went. He cooked for a date with a George Foreman grill. Hey, it came out well. Grill marks. Yeah, well done. Grill no, marks. it didn't. It was medium. I was very happy with it, actually. You just have to be very, very careful on the timing. Okay. Well, that's what the internet has to be me. really well seasoned, too, because there's no, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you have to, you have to prepare the steak. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean... Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> You're killing us. We were telling him about yeah. cast iron skillets and broilers and you know, basting and just, he no, not even. He's he's on his own program, but apparently it went okay. Yeah, the yeah. potatoes. It was all good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Mike, I want your thoughts on the uh, the Iowa guard J- Jordan Bohannon. Uh, local ties, obviously, uh, him missing the free throw to avoid uh, setting a new record and breaking the record of Chris Street. What did you think of that? Yeah, so uh, John and I were talking about that off the air, and I have, um, I, I think it's fair to apply other hypotheticals. What if they were up three with a minute to go, and he misses it on purpose? Are you? Is everybody okay with that? No, you know because John John doesn't mind it, and there's a there's tremendous emotional sentiment involved here. So I cannot pretend that I can step into his shoes being close to the family and the history that is that storyline. However, I can transfer it to here. And if yesterday there was a similar situation and with um, a minute and a half left, uh, you know, Davison misses one on purpose because, uh, you know, Hap would have missed it, but it wouldn't have been on purpose. Uh, if Davison <laughs> misses one on purpose to uphold the record in a three-point deficit or a three-point lead – and you either don't win it or you don't hold on to win it. I I just I don't know, man. I I I think it's a difficult situation to be in. I I I'm uh, I'm a fence rider on this one. I so am I. I'm not like the soapbox guy, but I, I'm leaning that way. That you know, tr- you try to win games. It's against what sports is. Pay tribute by beating the record, which now the family says he can do. His Chris Street's legacy isn't damaged by the fact that somebody made more than 35 free throws. No, I think his legacy is pretty well established, entrenched, and celebrated. And I don't know that he had to miss it for it to continue to be that way. Although I guess I also don't hold a torch against him doing it either. Yeah. Well, that's there is nuance, and we can you know it's just something that's worthy worth talking about. And based on the cesspool that is college basketball these days, it's nice to have a story like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> Enjoy a good one. it. Yeah. Mike, thanks, man. We'll be listening. All right, boys. Mike Heller, the Mike Heller Show. You'll hear him right after we get out of here. It has been uh, fun today. It has. We'll do it again tomorrow. Maybe maybe KB can get his streak back. Guess in soup. Make good choices. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.